Hello and welcome. Hey guys. Uh, all three of you. Uh, we have the usual. Snapper. Is Snapper have his pants on yet? Snapper, get your pants on, buddy. You gotta have to focus. This is gonna be a good one. This is uh, Casino Dealers Wanted. It is a subject I know very well, and we're gonna go over like the the whole thing, like how much demand is there, who's hiring, what does it take to become a dealer, and uh, what we're offering, who we've talked to, what's in the cards, like the whole thing, right, Dennis? Yep. We got Dennis here on all the technical stuff in the background, but uh, as we wait, I was a little bit late. I I I apologize. Uh, I was waiting for Dennis. Oh yeah, totally waiting for me. Yeah, no, threw him under the bus. Uh, it's easy. That's why we have kids, dude. Scapegoats. It's very easy. We scapegoats and beer, beer delivery and scapegoat action. That's all. What do you think, buddy? Got that refrigerator action going? <laughs> wow. What what a haircut though, huh? Everybody in with that haircut? Well, no, we're gonna stop mentioning the haircut. <laughs> no, I know it'll be a year from now, dude. It's gonna take a while for everyone to get over it. It's quite it's quite stunning. But we've been uh, so let's let's get a few things out of the open, uh, just so you know. If it, uh, what's his name? Dennis. <laughs> Dennis and his crew have all been uh, moving, uh, thanks to uh, uh, some fantastic fans, huh? You have a, a brand new condo. He's moved into his new condo. This is true. And uh, it was a very transitional moment because uh, you know prior to this, Dennis was sort of living in the hood. Uh, actually, it's where the hood meets the hood, kind of thing. But uh, it's it's quite interesting. So Dennis uh, kind of uh, worked his way out. He's uh, he's been a fantastic member of our team. He deserves everything he's been getting, even though he doesn't feel like he does. But if you want to see how this is all played out, you can always go to uh, his vlog, and it's on uh, it's on YouTube uh, forward slash Vegas Tycoons, because that's what he is. And by the way, we are in the talks for all of you who are fans tuning in. But we're we're gonna get to the casino dealer one, and I promise. But for all of you who are fans of the channel, have been following our progress, CG Dealer School and Casino Quest, over the last couple of years, let me just tell you, we have some fantastic stuff in the works. Uh, let's just say, here's a little teaser. We went to a mall the other day and not to shop. That's one little teaser. Uh, we also have quite a few things going on you know, with the school, and we have uh, some talks with some local casinos. For those of you who are on Patreon or those of you who are looking to do some meetups here in town, we believe in the next couple months we're going to have three casinos in the mix that will be part of our, of our network. And the idea is, is to call, say you're a friend, get a discounted room, come party. And Dennis says, get your tickets ready. I was hoping to announce something today. I can't. I have to wait till quite literally uh, two Sundays from now, but but hang tight because we do have rooms and things coming. If you've already booked a room, I think Snapper's already hooked everything up. Alan, I'm sure, is way ahead of it. Uh, but uh, yeah, you probably pay full price. You know what can I do? I, I'm doing. We're doing our best uh, to get you guys close. But I think we have a fantastic property lined up, and we're talking to them in a minute. So uh, in a minute. All right. What, what's you're laughing over there? What's going on? Uh, James uh, Blackman said, Dennis, don't bring more than four strippers back at a time. I know. <laughs> yeah, so we're working on getting him a big... So let me just say, we are living vicariously through Dennis and his haircut. 
Okay, so we 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 have decided. I mean, me, uh, I'll be when I first turned uh, 18, I was in the military on my way in the bus. I did early entry. I was at MEPS uh, before I turned 18. Uh, yeah, that didn't. I went through uh, military. I went through. Uh, I got my GED literally like the military sat my ass down in a chair and said, listen, you're going to finish right here. And then I was on my I was on a bus a couple weeks later. Uh, and then when I turned 21, I, I, you know, I had a, um, a girlfriend slash wife and a baby. And so my life was very different. And for those of us who have missed that opportunity, uh, we are making this an epic birthday bash for Dennis and also Jet. Jet and Dennis, two of our two really key employees that, that put all this media together every week for you guys. They are celebrating. They're within, what, two weeks of each other? Two weeks, exactly. Two weeks exactly. All right, so it's basically their birthday, and uh, all of us, uh, old folks, <laughs> all of us older people, uh, we get to live and experience that all together and have a great time and and really have a lot of fun. Uh, and try not to get dead. So you know, a lot of the offers out there for a lot of lot of alcohol, dude. A lot of alcohol. Uh, a lot of alcohol. A lot of strippers. Uh, a lot of other stuff too. By the way, people have been. And we're like, yeah, no, no, come on now. But anyways, we're working on getting them a suite, some comps, because we love comps, dude. We love it. We love free. But at the same time, but it's a win-win. It's a win-win, right? It Isn't is a that the idea? Yeah, it's a win-win. Okay, uh, so really that... quickly, before we start. Oh, before we start, go. Andy Cow, thank you for being a member for 15 months. Wow. We've been around for 15 months. Yeah, we've been around for how long? Holy crap. I sometimes forget how long we've been around. Uh, wow, thank you, sir, and uh, thank you to everybody. All right, let's get this show on the road. What do you think? We got any other special things to talk about? But if you haven't seen the vlogs, you're missing out. I mean, um, yes, uh, they need some work, uh, but uh, he, they're wonderful. Uh, they're a bit tearjerker because a lot of transitions going on. There's a lot going on in Dennis's life right now. Uh, and if uh, you were here, you would see it. So, but it, it's it's fantastic. You or guys, if you watch uh, the vlogs, I really wish you were, you'd be part of this. So, anyways, there's that. All right, let's move on. You ready? Because this is the episode. Now, believe it or not, I'm not going to go into. I'm going to focus on. Uh, I'm not going to do the whole join our Patreon, our YouTube. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that this episode. Technically, I'm, didn't you just do it? Uh, yeah, I did. Just yeah, no, I just threw it in there. It was kind of sneaky, but. Uh, we're going to focus on dealers wanted, all right? Because so we happen to have a dealer school. We happen to have a casino quest. This is very central. And in fact, the, it came across, it came, uh, we, we decided to kind of revisit this because we have been getting so many phone calls. We had so many casinos just last week visit the school. We have many more that have called us that are developing tuition reimbursement, hiring bonuses. I mean, casinos are desperate. If you've been following Vegas, the table game wins are through the roof. Uh, short money. Uh, and by that, I mean high table limits, low bankrolls equal big Vegas win. Uh, you end up on a $25 table with $100, not a lot of places to go, right? Uh, we, we just uploaded the short money system, right, on Casino Quest? And Patreon. And Patreon. That's a cool one, I'll be honest with you. I didn't think that had legs, but it has some legs. So if you're interested in a short money, if you end up on a $100 table, uh, or a $25 table for that matter, with $100, that could be, it's almost workable. Almost workable. Uh, but anyway, so we put that up there. Okay. So you got my little slideshow, my dealer's wanted slideshow. I do. I, and look at that. The first slide, by the way, that's us. That's us. Hello. That's Casino Quest. 
And, uh, cause we need dealers, <laughs> strangely enough. We need dealers. Our dealers, by the way, start at $15 an hour, plus they get some tips on the tables. And, uh, if, if you're someone who's, who just likes to teach and talk strategy and game, but you gotta know how to deal dice, that's the thing. So, uh, there are other opportunities, of course. We're expanding the, the empire that is CEG and Casino Quest. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so you start at 15 bucks an hour, so if you want a chill, flexible, part-time, part-time job, uh, and want to plug in, we, we have jobs, but literally everyone is hiring. In fact, we're going to get to that next. All right, so very next slide, uh, it's us. I got to do the quick plug for CEG Dealer School because we happen to be a dealer school here in town. Uh, I believe by square footage, uh, we're the, la the largest, maybe the largest. Anyways, we have a 3,400 square foot space. We have 26 plus tables. And uh, with us, of course, you can buy anytime. So basically, go on our website. You can buy a course anytime and start anytime after. So there's some people that, that bought in Black Friday and literally just showed up last week. Uh, we, had, we had a customer who bought... In fact, we had no idea who the hell they were. We had to go back and find them, but they literally bought uh, Black Friday, one of our Black Friday deals, and then they saved it and started. And the clock doesn't start ticking until you come down. And at the end of this podcast, we're going to have a discount code. So anyone interested in becoming a dealer, you're going to save that code. Uh, actually, you can't save the code. It's only going to work for the next couple days, so there's that. And uh, you can always email us with any questions. If you call us many times, it's either myself or Dennis that answer your questions, and we can... Uh, we can help you answer anything you might be interested to know. And, and if you're in other markets, we don't mind you sending us an email. It might be a little longer to get back, but we're, we're usually pretty good about following up. We have a lot of people now who, who call and email us, and, and you know they're in, they're in other markets that we don't service. Uh, we don't always have the answers. Like we don't, we, don't, we don't work with a lot of other schools, to be honest with you. We're aware of some of the other schools, but we don't, we don't have sort of firsthand uh, knowledge of them. Uh, but anyways, there's that. All right, so the next one is quite literally... If uh, we're, and we're going to talk about this in a second, but we also have an online academy. Uh, it is, it's not sort of a deep probative learning experience. It's meant to be somewhat a topical learning experience. You might not get all the way to becoming a dealer, but but there are a few people who have had some success. They have um, gone online, uh, taken the course, and then evolved. You know, either either went to a casino that taught them the rest of the way, or went to a. Uh, so there it is at CQDealers.com. We offer blackjack, baccarat, and roulette. The blackjack starts at just $99. And if you happen to take the online courses and then come to CEG, we give you $50 off the live training. So when you come in live, you say, hey, I finished the online course, uh, and we give you $50 off uh, whatever whatever live training that you do, okay? Uh, and it's been very useful. Um, you know, uh, it, it kind of gets you acclimated. You kind of see if uh, a lot of people are afraid of the math you know, you, you take these and you get over kind of the math issue and then uh, it gives you, it's, it's a low-cost way to kind of figure it out. What do you think? Good? Good. All right, now we're going to get to the, the show, as it were. All right, do we have any questions, anything, hello, any shout-outs, anybody? Uh, let me check. Do we have any of the usual suspects? Uh, I said this in chat, but I'll say it here. Matthew, feel free to call the school. Uh, I answer the phones 90% of the time, yeah. so just call. Ask any questions you got. Yeah, just uh, answer or email. If you email us, info at cgdealerschool.com, we're very good at, at replying to the email. Unless, uh, it, sometimes it goes to spam. Uh, by the way, we've had a few people who uh, Dennis uh, Dennis like recovered from our spam. I don't know what the hell's going on with our spam, 
but our, our spam filter is through the roof, dude. It, 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 it actually, we had a potential sponsorship that we got screwed, uh, I wouldn't say screwed at. Did I say screwed at? Yeah, that kind of went south because it kept going to spam. We would reply and they would reply and every reply I would mark it as not spam. We'd go back in the spam filter. I'm not sure what the hell that's all about. I don't know. We have really strong spam filters. Uh, anyone who has a giveaway or won a giveaway, mm -hmm. I went through the emails, went through all the spam, found a couple of you. So if you haven't got on your things, I promise it's yeah. coming out. Yeah, by the way, this week, or t not this week, today's giveaway at the end of this podcast is going to be one of our pet cards. Not our coin, our, our fantastic. We have these in coin. Uh, if you, if you want to make a contribution to our legal fund while also getting a fabulous gift, we have these uh, available on the website. Our, our fantastic Mar-designed uh, koi fish. See that? It's Oh, can they see it? I can't see. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it looks, dude. It, it's a it's a two inch coin. It's heavier than a silver dollar. Uh, this is a two inch coin, not a forty millimeter. So it's larger than the silver dollar, heavier than the silver dollar, and it is literally uh, a really uh, ridiculously beautiful coin. It's a metal coin. It's a metal alloy coin. We have another coin coming up for you guys that are into the uh, what is it? The lion or the tiger? The ti you're the tiger for the Chinese New Year. We got another one of those. But, but that's not where we're giving away. No, no. We're giving away some of our pet cards. So we're giving these away uh, to whoever wins. And, um, yeah, those are our pet cards. The pet cards. So pet cards basically just polyethylene cards. That's why they're called pet cards. And they're the most durable cards. They're great for pitching. So we're hoping that this goes to someone who might be interested in being a dealer these cards are wonderful for pitching. They're a little slippery, so again, it gets your hands, uh, you know, you work your hands a little bit, but they're great for pitching. They're uh, they're scratch resistant, uh, water resistant, bendable, this kind of thing. They're very durable and uh, they last long, and they're great for pitching. So if you notice, uh, some of the some of the better poker cards as well uh, are the pet cards. Uh, so they're so they're wonderful. All right, uh, you ready? Are you ready, buddy? We're yep. going to get right to the show now. We're going to get on. We're going to talk about this in a very uh, a very impactful way. And if we have any questions, just stop me. Just go ahead and stop me. Just call it. All right? Uh, apparently, your stash is memorizing. They can't look away. I understand. Uh, <laughs> I could have been eating like something with whipped cream. That would have made it more attractive, I think. Yeah, no, I'm back to the stash. I, I like the stash. I used to love it. It took me... For those of us, I used to be beard challenged. I, I would grow patches of hair in weird places. And when I was younger, I could never grow a mustache. You, you remember that guy, that Blue Bloods guy? What was that guy with the big ass stash? Uh, who, who knows that? Come on, come on. Someone's got to come to my rescue. There used to be a sitcom on. Uh, he's in Blue Bloods, but he used to have, he used to be young and he had this huge stash. They know, they know. They're, give it two seconds, they'll follow up. They're right away. Uh, remember that, that detective? Used to drive around in the Ferrari. You don't know who I'm talking about. You're too young, buddy. Uh, you're too young, but he used to have a big old stash, dude. He still has a stash. He's in that show, Blue Bloods. All I, uh, someone's all I can commenting. think of is, is the, someone uh, commenting. You know, someone's commenting right now. All I can think of is the adult movie stash. You have no, no. Well, that's that's that too. But uh, you know, there are other purposes for the damn stash. Tom dude. Selleck. Tom Selleck. Hello. Thank you very much. Thanks for playing. That's right, Tom Selleck. We like Tom Selleck, dude. Oh. God, my mother, every time I'd watch the damn show, my mother wouldn't shut up about him. Either that or Chuck Woolery. Like, shut the hell up and watch the damn show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand. Like, what is this? What is this? My mother would be like, oh, my God. There he is. Tom Selleck, the one. Just like my strategy, the ultimate. 
No, no, he was, he was, he looks a bit, he's a bit uh, <laughs> long in the years now. What's that? What are we laughing at? What's crap Hawaii shooters agrees with me? The, uh, Who? The crap Hawaii shooters? Yeah, it's a porn stash. I know. I got a lot of. Alex would just constantly. They you know, they agree. Yeah. The porn stash. The porn stash. All right. Well, hey. You know Ma what? Magnum Pi. Ma Magnum. Magnum Pi. That's the name of the show. God, I love that show. My mother loved it for other reasons, but hey, I love that stash, dude. I, we. I mean, for those of us who couldn't grow stashes, that was like king of the hill. But <laughs> anyways, let's get to the show. All right, get to the hill. All right, so here we go. We're at demand. Wait till you see some of the statistics I have found. So here's what happened. We started getting calls like you have no idea, like quite literally several calls a day from casinos all over the hell, all over the place, asking us if we knew dealers. And we're like, yeah, we know dealers. We know a couple dealers. And I was even offered a few jobs uh, to train or to go out, manage a pit, whatever the case is. And then we started having a lot of supervisors just walk into the school. And, you know, it's problematic when you already have a casino there doing, <laughs> doing auditions. And then you have another casino come in and going, hey, wait a minute. You know, it gets a little awkward. So we try to schedule these things. But uh, demand has been through the roof. And the win on table games has been just literally in it, its record wins, even though there are less people. Do you follow? Like, you, you would think with a lot less people, there would be lower wins. But that's not true because table limits are absurd. And people's bankrolls are not at the same level of absurdity. And so you have this intersection, this paradoxical intersection of I'm getting screwed on the crap table because I can't afford to play kind of thing. You understand? Yeah. Uh, and one less coupon, too, because now you got to go to buy a uh, burger for $25 and a drink for $15 because, you know, the cocktail waitress quit uh, or she's 75 years old and hasn't made it around to your table yet. Oh uh, and, and may not make it around to your table. You don't know. You don't know what's going on with that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. Next uh, slide. Are you ready? Yeah. You tell okay. me when you want, need the next slide. Oh, right, I need the next slide. So demand. Oh, yeah. Dealer demand. Oh, yeah. I put that on there. You ready? So here's the thing. Before the pandemic, it was about 23 to 24,000 potential positions for dealers here in Vegas. And that's the Bureau of Labor Statistics, by the way, who completed a study in about two. It was either 2016 or 2017. Now that assumes there's a lot of pits that aren't full because they could never find all the dealers they need. So they, you know, you go into a casino, you see a lot of tables and just, they're just closed because they, they don't have staff. And then you wonder, well, it's busy on like a, let's say you go into a casino on like a Friday, Saturday, and they still have tables closed. Well, that's not because they want to have those tables closed. It's just because they just have no dealers. They have no staff. Or they move tables off of the floor like Caesars has done and put slot machines in because they simply uh, had no staff. They couldn't find the staff. So they just said, screw it. We're going to throw some slot machines in here and call it a day. And so this is, this is what's gone on in Vegas. Now, with the pandemic, a lot of older dealers just quit. So the thing with, with being a dealer, of course, is the bar is a bit low. Uh, you could be like 90 years old, and as long as you can like bend over, stand, you don't even have to stand in some cases if you're on an ADA table. So the, the bar is pretty low, realistically. And uh, so a lot of people stay in the game, you know, for as long as just like Caesar's Palace has a lot of cocktail waitresses that have that have been there since they opened uh, because the bar is low uh, or even the Rio, I think, at some point, you know, I, I mean, you know, uh, 30 years later, same cocktail waitresses and uh, same dealers. And so the pandemic, though, pushed a lot of those people just finally decided, you know what, it's a little too risky. I'm going to I'm going to quit. So 
So now you have these huge wins in the table pit. There all these all these supervisors are like, oh my God, we're winning all this money. Where the hell are all our dealers? And now they're going out trying to find dealers. So there's probably this is a low number, and you're gonna think I might exaggerate. I'm not exaggerating. Three to five thousand open potential positions, and by that I mean if every casino could meet their demand, they easily would exceed three to five thousand. We still have the palms. Uh, left to open. We still have a few casinos that are sort of being refurbished and upgrade. You have the uh, what's what's now what used to be the well, the Fontainebleau, then the Drew, now back to the Fontainebleau. You have Hard Rock coming in town, probably going to expand, maybe expand the Mirage, maybe not, who knows. Uh, but there's lots of synergy going on. A lot of things are sort of changing hands, a lot more competitive things are going on. Uh, and so we're going to be uh, hopefully creating a lot more opportunities for dealers. So just here in Vegas, so last week, 12 casinos contacted us, eight visited. 12 casinos contacted, eight visited. We already have uh, job boards for three of them, and we're going to be installing a job bulletin board onto our CEG dealer website, and we're going to start representing these casinos officially. So instead of going through Indeed or LinkedIn and some of these other job sites that really don't connect directly with dealers well guess who connects directly with dealers on a daily basis you know the school of course so we're going to have that you know sort of direct opportunity for uh, the casinos to reach out and find the employees they need not just new employees by the way we've had a lot of uh, a lot of legacy casinos reach out looking for experienced dealers so there's a lot of transition going on in the gaming industry so 344 current listings. If you go to link, if you go to LinkedIn right now, look up casino dealer, you'll see 344 listings throughout the country, uh, representing a lots, lots of different casinos. I mean, pretty much everywhere. There are very. I, I, I originally was going to go out to some key markets. So we get calls from some key markets, and I was going to just sort of take their job recruitment poster they had sent us and plaster it on and show you guys. And then when I did the search, I realized, well, it's not just them, it's literally everybody. And if you're looking for a job, then just look for a job. Like, you know, I don't want to like restrict you to going to Idaho or Oklahoma. I want you to go wherever the hell you want to go. You know, that's the goal. I mean, David wants to fit you with the right, you know, position, the right location, wherever the hell you want to go. Uh, and so you go on LinkedIn, it's quite stunning, dude. I, I, I have actually, I can't say I've never seen this. I have seen demand. Demand's always been there at some level. Uh, when the pandemic first hit, everybody was like, oh, oh, you know, that's dealers are going to go bye bye. No one's getting out of the house. Who's going to want to belly up to a table? But that, that turned out not to be true. Dealers are making more money now in Vegas than they ever have before. Even some break in houses have, have increased their wages overall. Um, OK, so here in Vegas, there's one hundred and sixty four local listings for dealers. That pretty much covers everybody. There's only a few casinos that I saw that aren't hiring directly. And there's a few of them that don't post, that never post on LinkedIn or these types of job sites because there's always a line of people waiting to get in. So, for example, like a Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan is one of the top jobs in town. Aria, top job in town. Bellagio, these kinds of things. They don't need to post. They just have to throw out the flag and people come down and, and line up. And uh, we work with those casinos too. So we work with a lot of the dealers that come to come to our school and, and get the finesse that they need to pass those auditions. Some of them come down for, we have a single zero roulette class uh, and some of them come and take that class. So everybody's hiring, like literally everybody's hiring. Um, even even ZipRecruiter and you gotta pay. I mean, it's one thing for you to be a casino, have a job site, cause you know, I'm able to post some free listings on LinkedIn. 
which we love, by the way. We love the free listings on LinkedIn. Thank you so much. They always ask me if I want to pay. Why do I want to pay? I got 48 submissions without pay. Why would I want to pay? That's a coupon-friendly environment right there. But ZipRecruiter, you got to pay. Uh, and it's not cheap. For those of you who have hired people before, they, 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 they want a little bit of cash. And so um, that's amazing because casinos are notoriously cheap when it comes to that. They expect everybody to be knocking at the door. Well, when you have everybody hiring, everybody's not knocking at the door anymore because there's other places to go, right? So here's the other one. So a lot of people ask us, well, you know, what happens when a robot comes and takes over my job? I mean, all the ETGs. ETGs are not taking over your job. ETG is a whole different segment. Of the, it's a slot. It's a slot that, that mimics a table game, but it doesn't offer anywhere near the opportunity, the type of play, the dynamic that a table game does. So if you want to be a table game dealer, the Bureau of Labor and Statistics says, according to them, and by the way, literally the most conservative, anally retentive, Allen Toy friendly website there is, okay? They say the growth is going to be 24%, which is low. I mean, I think that's low because currently... Uh, there's a lot of markets going online. A lot of markets going online. You got Virginia. Hello? Did you say oof? I didn't say anything. Oh, really? Wow, I'm hearing things now. Holy crap. All right, so 24%, that's low. Uh, it's, it, 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 it's more. It, it is more. You know, all these states looking for revenue, trying to pull themselves out of the pandemic. Who comes knocking, offering free money? I wouldn't say free money, but offering money at the casinos. It's unlike any other business. Tesla comes to, to Nevada and they want, you know, a hundred billion dollar deferment. Casino comes to your state and offers you, you know, here's 10 million up front to let us open a casino kind of thing. It, it, it's too good. It, it's just too, too good. And uh, luckily, you know, as far as like our, uh, our population, I mean, it's a little contrary. There are people who don't want casinos to come and I understand that. And there's, you know, there's arguments on both sides. But luckily, we don't have a lot of those in our audience, so we don't have to deal with that. Uh, we can stay on with the positives of bringing a casino because most of us, we just want a casino that's convenient, that pays well, that has good odds. It's a great place to entertain ourselves and, and won't take our rent check, you know, won't cash our rent check. Right? Right, Dennis? Can you imagine? Uh, okay. So, uh, and then of course we have new properties here. We have reopenings. We have new markets expanding. So dealer demands through there. All right, you ready? I'm just, uh, I do I'm, have a great question. Ooh, really? Go. I love great questions, dude. So Principal Skinner asked, mm -hmm. so what will the casinos need to do to bring back more dealers? David's got a plan. I'm going to get to the plan. I'm going to get to the plan. I'm going to get to how we're going to have a, a role in that plan. And I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what's amazing? You guys, you guys, literally you, 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 and you have helped us come up with this plan based on the success of CEG. And without a doubt, not only do we have a plan, but we have, it, it's premature, it's premature. We don't want, we don't like premature, uh, but um, we got some upgrades for you guys. In the next couple weeks, maybe, maybe the next month, uh, definitely before the birthday party. And in fact, we might celebrate it then. We have some amazing things coming through the pipeline. So if, if you don't know, me and Alex have been, for at least the last three years, have been working to improve access and, and the way you do that and the way you expand the labor pool because the labor pool is stretched tight is uh, you gotta lower the bar you gotta you gotta make more money available you gotta make more teaching available you gotta create the pipeline you gotta make you gotta you gotta provide education you know we, we have people that literally call us up that have seen our videos and every now and then we we mentioned CG they're like they didn't never knew this was a thing 
or they might have been here in Vegas and just weren't familiar with how to become a dealer. And those of you who have followed my path, let me just tell you, becoming a dealer saved my life. Like literally saved my life. It gave me a future, helped me raise a family, provided uh, opportunity. And all these years later, it, it, it's, my, it's my passion, I mean, without any doubt. Uh, it's not just my passion to be a dealer. I love being a dealer. My passion now is to replicate the process for as many people as I possibly can. So for, the, for, the, for anyone out there, for literally anyone out there who, like me, I, I, I was always asked, like, what's my passion when I was a kid? Like, what do I want to do? I wasn't one of those kids that was like, hey, I want to be a fireman or a policeman or literally anything else. I didn't know. I was like, well, I'm just going to get to tomorrow and figure it out. And it wasn't that I was, you know, a stupid kid. I did well in school. I, you know, I didn't do drugs mostly. I didn't do a lot of drugs. Actually, there was a year I did a lot of drugs, dude. I tried that out. I thought maybe I was going to be... I saw some friends of mine that worked out well for them. They were... What do you call those? Um, what do you mean by worked out well for them? I mean, they didn't. They seemed to have a lot going for them. They, they slept in their, their parents' basement. They didn't have any responsibility. They drove a car for free. I mean, it has worked out well. What do you want from me? You know what I'm saying? That to me was well. <laughs> My parents were like cracking the whip. Get the hell out of the house. You know what I'm saying? I thought stoner stoner that was the name that was the name yeah so i'm like you know what let me try this stoner thing see how it works out didn't work out well for me trust me because i was still i still had to get out of the house but uh i i didn't have a whole lot of passion in fact uh it, it, i mean even the military for me wasn't it was it was like it was like sort of a default I, I wanted to get the hell out of town uh i didn't have a whole lot of other things on the plate and i had to get out of town quick kind of thing and so yeah so i I ended up in a recruiter's office or the recruiter found me. I mean, and, and the rest of it's a blur. If you can imagine, I was literally so lost. I ended up in Scientology for any of you. I literally ended up in Scientology. Of course, I was evicted from Scientology at one point because uh, that was a bit of uh, that was a bit weird. Alex hates me talking about it, but those of you should know, this, this, I'm, a, I'm a multi-dimensional kind of person. But breaking down in Vegas is the best thing that ever happened to me. And finding a job, I, I, I became a dealer quite literally by mistake, uh, I was downtown. I won a little, you know, I won a little stupid money. Like I, I was in twenty out two hundred, you know, roaming around with nothing to do. Uh, and this girl came up to me with a pamphlet, asked if I want to be a dealer, and I'm like, you know, why not? Like, you know, that that's how I ended up in Scientology too, by the way. Quite literally, I know it's a bit crazy. They're like, this way, sir, personality <laughs> test. And they're Anyways, like, Anyways, I got a couple questions. Oh, really? Quite. Uh, GSA says, question: If tail plays down. Why are there so many top uh, progressive tables uh, hitting so frequently? I mean, I, I just think that Vegas is looking to make news of everything. I, I don't think anything has really changed, to be honest, as far as the table games. I mean, the table games are busy. Uh, table game, so just traffic to Vegas is down, but table game activity is up, and table game losses, or table game wins are up, not player wins, uh, the wins of the actual casino wins. And you can see that it's been epic. I mean, um, casino uh, gaming has been, or Vegas gaming has been reporting the best wins in history, in the history of Vegas, even though we're down like a million and a half uh, visitors. So visitor traffic, and I think that's just general tourism traffic, lack of planes, lack of people that are healthy. You know what I'm saying? Another uh, thing is chaos. Yeah. $2 super chat. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, sir. What is the pay like for dealers? Yes, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Let me let me get to the slide part. We're going to answer all. And by the way, save some of your questions because I, I got I got the whole thing here. I got the spiel. All right. So get we're going to go over the whole thing. I want to give you guys the whole the whole David's, uh, you know, love affair with dealing kind of thing. OK. All right. You ready? 
Ready? Uh, wh wh where did I leave off? A dealer fa Oh, well, here it is. It's the first thing on my next slide, buddy. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there on my next slide? Oh, there we go. Ready? 24,000. This answers this question right there. 24,000 to 34,000 to start. There are some lower paying jobs. Uh, ignore the Bureau of Labor Statistics because they only account for the minimum wage. A lot of dealers make minimum wage. That's going up, by the way, because it's such, there's such demand. So there are casinos offering more. Uh, but you don't just make, you make most of your money is made in tips or tokes, what we call tokes. So that's a silly statistic. They, they have us making only 24,000, maxing out the average pay. That's not true. Here in Vegas, most starter casinos, you, you make between $17 and $20 an hour to start at the very entry level. And many of those casinos now that are entry level casinos, the toke rate's actually gone up. It's improved. So, um, <clears throat> you know, even some of the casinos that we used to like laugh about a little bit, those casinos are doing better. In fact, one of them we sent a few dealers to, they got $1,500 bonuses at the end of the year, and they're only there for like two weeks at the end of December, and they got $1,500 bonuses, so it was a win-win. I mean, that, that helped their tote rate go up quite a bit, or their, their base salary. You can make over $100,000 as a dealer, and, and not hard, by the way. There are quite a few casinos. There are some, there's a lot of people who don't like me, but eh, listen, if you worked at Aria, Bellagio, Cosmo, MGM, and a few other properties in town, probably seven of them, and you worked full time, uh, and it was you know 24 hour split. You made over a hundred thousand dollars that year in Vegas, and outside of Vegas, there are many jobs or many markets where you can make over a hundred thousand. Blackhawk being one of them. Uh, I even think you get really close in the uh, uh, Watuki, the Oklahoma, uh, some of the Oklahoma tribes. So what happens is when these new markets open up, that that change like the whole how how people traffic to the casinos. You're looking at 100, 200,000. When I opened up players in Lake Charles, I showed up as a floor supervisor making 170 a day. Meanwhile, hefty trash bags. They were hauling out tokes. They, they didn't even have enough tins to carry the tokes out. Those dealers went from making minimum wage jobs to $200,000 their first year. Uh, it was just absurd. I, I mean, it, it was literally a stunning thing. So if you have the luxury of, of you know being a dealer and being able to go to a new a new market like that it, it's just phenomenal P people just flood you know uh you know especially if you're near like a big feeder city you know it doesn't always work out that way of course like there are there are places that open where there's already some competitive areas and it just shifts some of the traffic the traffic flows and might not be the biggest uh, the biggest yield i know like in massachusetts springfield this kind of things they're not making anywhere near that but the toke rate's good. It's a great job. I mean, it's it's a great overall uh, job. All right, you ready? Uh, so uh, long career path. So becoming a casino dealer. Uh, here's before a, you jump forward all right, too far. Got it. Good. What do you got? Uh, let me see. There were there was a good question. I it was by that rascal Merlin. I don't remember what I, I lost the uh, question, but I remember what it stated. It said. Uh, if you have disabilities, will a casino hire you to, and sit down on a blackjack table? So the answer, honestly, is if you if you can't stand up, probably no. Even though there's ADA tables available, I, I have very, very, very rarely known of anyone hired with a disability that was literally sat at an ADA table. I know of one exception on an Indian, Indian casino where it was an actual member of the tribe that got juiced into the casino job, was disabled, had to sit down, and they would wheel this person right over to the ADA table, and that's all they did. But very, but that's not typical. I, I've never known of that to outside of that very specific case. 
uh, I imagine there are other cases like that, but the fact is is that the job itself requires you to stand up. So they, they list what the basic requirements are. You don't have to lift a lot of weight, obviously, but you do have to be able to stand. You get a break every hour for 20 minutes. But that 88, those 88 tables, what they call 88 tables, the sit-down blackjack, sit-down midi, baccarat tables, those kinds of things, uh, there's not many of those. Uh, there's, there's always, every pit will have one, two. If it's midi baccarat, they'll play that out on the 88 tables for the most part. Uh, but typically, they want you to be on <clears throat> a rubber band. They want you to be able to rotate around the game. So uh, the answer in, is no for most of us. Let's just say that. Um, that's not an option. But by the way, Rascal Maryland loves some of your comments. Most of your comments love. I, I love people who are just genuinely honest without trying to troll us. Man, you have some really good ways of, uh, of providing input. Really been wonderful. Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed a lot of your comments. Actually, you know, I've given up reading Dennis reads the comments because I, I just like the positive ones. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, too old to listen to the negativity at this point. And uh, if I really had to shut up like some of you have wanted me to, <laughs> there wouldn't be much left. I mean, uh, you know. All right, you ready? Can I, I'm going to move on? Yeah, keep going. All right, ready? Keep going. Okay, so the, the other thing is it's a long career path. So being a casino dealer is a hands-on type of job. And if you want to work up to be a floor supervisor, a shift boss, casino manager, and even other areas of the casino, they value that hands-on experience like you cannot even imagine. So in, in such a way that I, I gave someone, I, I know someone right now who's going through the ranks and, and working on being, um, go, going through a mentoring program, and, and they're literally working their way sideways through the casino. Casino dealer, pit clerk, hotel de front desk, all of these things. Because as you move up, if you want to move up into operations and management, potentially, these are all opportunities. Casinos love when you have this hands-on experience. Uh, I know of pit clerks now that are table game directors or VPs and work through without without any college education, without any real formal training, have just done the grunt work of, of being in the casino. And, and that's how... Listen, I don't have a college degree. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I have this business now and the school, and I work my way up through the casino business just, just as a, starting as a dealer. Um, so there's a long career path, and it's, and it's a great, great career path. Uh, okay, so then, of course, there's all the stories, dude. Uh, if you're ever looking for stories and you want to sit with your grandkids some years later and, you know, have some wonderful stories, uh minus the drugs and alcohol i guess uh, there's a lot of stories i mean it's 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 a wonderful kind of you know personal human interactive type of uh job so the stories are fantastic uh do you have my slide up there they get tired of looking at me dude Where, where's my slide that way i can read it off of here it's uh, even better wait, really you got another question i got, I got questions I'm, I'm going through the comments that's why i'm on my ghost buddy uh why craft shooter says what's the quickest time for walking into cg to take a dealer class to working at an actual casino Oh, we had the fastest ever is like two weeks. We've had some people who had some experience, came to refresh, and uh, but but new class, new dealer, two weeks. We had a guy, and I say poor guy because quite literally that's the worst thing that can happen. So he came to the school, signed up for two classes, and right he wasn't even done with blackjack. A casino came in, recruited him right off the right off of our training floor, and brought him to the casino. Well, guess what? He didn't finish the games. And we're going to get to that. We're going to talk about, you know, how the opportunity plays out. Because realistically, you don't want to just be, you don't want to be hired with just one game. You want to be able to get around the pit. You want to have more than one game. It's not an upsell. It's just the reality of being a casino dealer. Because the goal is really not to break in. 
not the first job, it's the second or third job that's really the path to success. So a lot of these break-in houses, lower tier casinos, you're not looking to be there forever. You really just want to be there for three, six months, nine months, maybe a year. And they understand this. It's a, sort of the natural churn of the business. And then you go to a higher, uh, higher tier casino, and then the second or third job is where you want to be. And it's tough to get there with one game. And, and this guy actually came back to the school and was like, oh my God, now I'm working. I don't have time to come back to the school, learn my other games, and it becomes a little problematic. But so two weeks uh, is the fastest. What we recommend is it takes about a month per game. Uh, craps, of course, it could take longer. But we've had the longest we've ever had someone at the school who uh, I won't, uh, I want to call him out so bad, but we love him, by the way. He was a wonderful student. He just wanted to learn every game. So he took every single game in our school. He came to our school for two years uh, before he actually started a job. And uh, his brother worked at a high-tier casino, and, and he just wanted to make sure he had everything down. He already had a decent job. And, you know, interestingly, we have a lot of people that come to the school now who have other jobs, who aren't really interested in getting a job as a dealer right away. They're looking more for the future, or maybe they're players. Uh, and it, I, can't, I can't begin to tell you how great it is. If, if you're a poker player, becoming a poker dealer or knowing how the game is dealt definitely adds some levels to your, to your knowledge. So we've had quite a few people who are poker players. They come and learn what it, what it takes to become a dealer. They learn um, you know, kind of the structure of the game, how the, how the cash tournament play works, that kind of thing. Um, so there's that. All right, what, you got anything else? Well, we have actually a couple questions. Oh, well, I got. Let me. If you want me to move on, just finish this. I'll get. I'll, let me finish this one, and then. Um, and then come back to. And questions? then I'll come back to some questions. Okay. What do you think? Good. Sure. Uh, by the way, shout out to Hawaii Crab Shooters. Great work out there, buddy. Uh, we we take uh, lots of uh, inspiration. Uh, yeah. Uh, so fantastic. Who else do we have out there? Do we have any any? Um, I, I've been making the rounds, dude. You know who else makes the rounds? Uh, Mr. B. Robert B, dude. He, he's on every time I'm trolling. One, not trolling. I shouldn't say trolling because that's a bad word in the new thing. But every time I'm sitting there in the, in the audience, there's Robert B. In every channel. Every time. It's unbelievable. I don't know how the hell. There must be other Robert Bs out there. Quite literally. <laughs> I mean, he must pay someone to just log in with his username and just stand there in the background. It's unbelievable. It really is. I, I, I don't think I've ever been in a, uh, a channel, and, and I watch I watch them all. I watch Same Bad, Hawaii Crap, Jamel. I watch Craps Hawaii, of course. Uh, I watch Big AZ. Uh, who else? Let It Roll. Uh, I'm a fan, dude. I, I love Dice. I love Craps. I'm a fan. I love you guys. Uh, we Just as a little tangent, uh, we're, we're, we're expanding the craps universe. There are so many people that come to us that came from one of your guys' channel. Then they come out here on the way to Vegas. They learn about us either from you or online, whatever the case is. And it's literally fantastic. I can't begin to tell you how many times I've heard from bosses like, oh, craps is winding down. There's less new people getting interested. No, no, that's not true. Thanks to YouTube. Thanks to all of you guys. It, it's the word is getting out, not just on Dice, but everything else. The, the, this has an opportunity. It's, it's really been a, a wonderful, a wonderful experience. There's a, few that, not to, there's a few people out there who are a little bit weird about the whole thing, okay? But for the most part, I, and I'm, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but we're having note. a great time. Huh? What else you got? For the 176 people watching, Whoa, leave a really? like if you like this type of show. Yes, yeah, leave us a like. Uh, we're going to give out this prize at the end uh, for absolutely nothing, just because we love you guys. We appreciate you guys stopping in. Normally, we used to ask for some likes. We're not going to ask for a thing. 
Uh, we're going to give out our Ben uh, Peck cards. Uh, they sell for, uh, what do they sell for? Well, anyways, they're really they nice cards. They sell for cards. 15, but You're the reason I ask for a like is because if you like this type of content, we'll yeah, keep making it. It helps the uh, algorithm, right? And then we do more. So if you like it, we do more. Okay. Uh, so here we go. Ready? The story's low stress, low impact. You know what the great thing about being a dealer is? It, it's really not hard work, dude. I used to build rock walls for a minute when I first got to Vegas before I found myself a dead. That was really hard work. Uh, I say people say the army's hard work, but you know what? It's I I, I enjoyed my time. I, I really loved you know doing the whole Rambo thing uh, in a way something. Anyways, I shouldn't say that. That's terrible. Uh, but um, it's a low stress, low impact kind of job. <clears throat> all you got to deal with, <clears throat> uh oh, all you got to deal with is a boss. Uh, Do you need some water? Yeah, I need some water. Here, hold on a second. Let me get a water. It's getting old, dude. Getting scratchy. Okay, so. All you need is uh, a pair of hands. Uh, you, there's no ageism. There's no. There, there, I say there's no sexism. We have party pits here, so if you're not a pretty girl that can fit into a pretty little outfit, probably not going to get that job. Even if you think of yourself as a pretty girl in a pretty outfit, still not going to get that job. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So um, the bar the bar is a bit is low. We we had we had someone called the other day and you know 50 years old asking if uh, I was a little. I was embarrassed for myself. I'm like, dude, no, no. 50 years old is great. Casinos love older employees because they, they're, they're, they're through most of the nonsense. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of times if you're just 21, you know, uh, it doesn't always work out so well. If you're just hitting the street as a casino dealer, you're exposed to a lot of, you know, negative influences. By the time you're our age, uh, all those negative, you've already eaten up all those negative influences and fed them to your children. You know what I'm saying? So you're, you're on to the what? next stage. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, you know, we got to give our children kind of a little break because most of us are guilty. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I can't imagine yelling at my child for... Anyways, moving on. Can we move on? Let's move on. Okay. Uh, the next thing is a poker traveler. Ah, oh, I love this. Uh, I love... There's a lot of people love dealing poker. You want to get in your RV and hit the road? Man, poker, that's an opportunity. That's an actual opportunity. And here's the other thing. You become a dealer... It's like I tell people, if you want a job for life, like if you want a job that regardless of what else is going on in the world, you can always come back to it. There's always demand. Dealer is one of them. Uh, you know, like being a security guard, like everybody needs security. It doesn't pay the best though, uh, unless you carry and that kind of thing. But being a dealer, you, once you're a dealer, you're a dealer. You come back, you refresh, boom, back out. We have a guy who's at the school right now, was a dealer, Went into the Marine Corps for eight years and came back to the school to refresh to become a dealer. Guess what? There are jobs waiting for him like he never stopped. And the fact that you're a vet, that's big. Vegas loves vets. Vegas absolutely loves vets. There are, there are casinos that will, will leapfrog you. If you're a vet, we got, we got really wonderful opportunities for you. Uh, okay. And rightfully so, by the way. Rightfully so. Okay. Uh, great part-time job. I mean, that's what it is. You know, if you want to just work part time, if you're looking for something to fill the void, you want to get out there, work your hands, that kind of thing. A lot of great part. And then the low bar of entry, of course. I mean, it doesn't get any lower. Uh, it really doesn't. It's probably harder to become a security guard than it is to become a dealer for that part. You come to the school, you pay for a course, and boom, you're out the door. Unless you don't, I mean, as long as you don't have active search warrants and you haven't killed somebody last week, we can get you a job. All right. And by the way, if you have killed somebody last week, make sure to let us know when you come in the door so we can help you out with that application. Uh, that's the thing. You got to get licensed. Uh, you don't have to have a clean uh, history, but you can't, 
You can't have stolen anybody's credit or their ID or anything like this. Financial crimes is really bad. Casinos don't like it. Financial crimes. Manslaughter, not such a big deal anymore. Not such a big deal for manslaughter. Uh, strangely enough, uh, it's a different story. But, uh, but we can help you as long as you're honest with us. Uh, it's funny how I have a lot of people come to me and they're like, they're like two weeks into school or they're a couple months into school about to get a job and they're like, hey, dude, I smoke a lot of weed. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. And they're like, no, no, a lot of weed. <laughs> where do I, where can I work? And I'm like, well, because believe it or not, so casinos here in Vegas aren't supposed to use that against you, but there are some that do, strangely enough. And uh, guess what? We know which ones. So we can help take, you know, send you to the place where, uh, that's not a thing. And, and it's a law. They pass a law saying, listen, if, if pot's going to be legal, we can't use it to preclude people from getting a job, right? Un unless you need a job where, you know, you're in the police or, you know, uh, ambulance, because that would suck. Imagine that being too stoned to drive the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that'd set you back a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so next up, where's, where's my next, I got my next slide. Do you guys love these slides or what? I mean, this is, it's like, it's like back to high school with this. Uh, if I if I could do one of those little shoebox things and little, little little figures, that'd be cool. That would be cool. I could have a dealer over here and uh, anyways. All right, ready? Uh, what do we got? Dealer facts. Oh, so much demand. Oh, you're on the right. Look at you. God, isn't Dennis great, dude? That haircut really upgraded his uh, his capabilities, dude. I gotta tell you, getting that hair out the way. That's that's that was big. All right, here we go. Uh, there is so much demand, it's literally absurd. So I tell people you really need to have more than one game, but quite honestly, we had a casino the other day that said, listen, we'll take you with one game. as We just need to get you in the door, and then we'll train you. So it's literally like they, they're doing like all you need is a pulse. A pulse is almost all you need at this point. And um, they, uh, they recruit you right out of the school. Uh, so we, we love it when casinos come to the school because we know – or I know I was nervous on a lot of my auditions, and when you're nervous, you shake. You don't you don't perform the best. So what we like is the casino to come to the school, audition at the school, and and the deal is like comfortable. You know they've been coming to the school. I can I can pass them a little smile. Inter I can I can distract the audition dude <laughs> at those key moments. You know what I mean? I can see you messing up the math on a blackjack, and then bam! Hey, how you doing, Charlie? You know what I'm saying? Um, and then uh, we hold we hold casino auditions weekly. Uh, we're trying to organize it, to be honest with you, because uh, we uh, it, it's been weird with COVID and everything else. There's a lot of things going on. Hopefully, we're at the end of this and we can start moving forward. But uh, here's the thing: casinos are working on tuition reimbursement programs. We have two casino networks working on that. Hiring bonuses up to a thousand dollars, depending upon where you go, not just in Vegas but in other markets. Um, most of the shifts are part-time and flexible. Some casinos are offering benefits after 90 days, and one of them, uh, if you happen to be an older casino dealer and you want to go to a job where you get a reasonable pay and benefits almost immediately, I have two casinos for you, uh, literally. And, and quite honestly, you don't, uh, you just need a pulse. You literally need a pulse. You need to be able to stand intermittently and not pass out. So the bar is as low as it can possibly get. That they're so desperate that they they've had shift bosses having to fill in as as dealers uh and that's a thing and we right now have uh more than 30 active recruiters talking with the school and uh it, it, it's stunning uh demand has been it, amazingly we used to graduate 80 to 100 students uh, a month uh pre-pandemic so 2019 
and now it's like um, it, it's not it's not as many 50 60 so we, we, the school has taken a hit in the number of people but we're we're trying to get the word out a lot of it has to do with affordability to be honest with you even though Vegas has cannibalized this flipping industry. So there's there's three or four schools left. There's one school kind of on the way out, but there there used to be ten schools, and so the schools compete, 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 and lower prices to get people in the door. Meanwhile, they offer nothing. I mean, a lot of us that if there's anyone out there who went to a dealer school back in the day, you know, the experience was the same. The idea was to get just enough knowledge to get us the hell out the door. And charge us as much money as possible. I paid a thousand dollars per game, three thousand dollars I paid, and I really just got through two games. I didn't even know. Uh, I didn't even know dice. Uh, I barely knew dice, and uh, <clears throat> luckily the Golden Gate had mercy on my soul, and uh, that was the thing. But, um, but yeah. All right, we got any questions? Am I am I rolling everybody over? I well, I, I kind of put them in a Google Doc so I can oh, keep you track did? of them. Oh, you did. All right. Well, we'll come back to them. All right. So. Uh, all right. Well, any questions about the demand? Because I'm, I'm getting under the start. How do you well, start become a dealer? Go. Here, here is a good uh, demand question. Go. Frankie says, mm -hmm. do you know if Blackhawk Casinos are hiring? Yes. 100%. Call me. I got you a job. 100%. Or doing dealer school. Uh, listen, uh, if you're in Vegas and you want to be a dealer in Blackhawk, David's got your uh, picture. And by the way, the toke rate out there is through the flipping roof. And um, you're gonna. The problem really is, uh, realistically, is is how do you <clears throat> how do you live? The cost of living is a little higher, amazingly. Uh, and uh, where you live is important too. But if you're familiar with that area and you want to be a dealer in Blackhawk, I got two casinos. I can give you the games, uh, the contact, and get you literally on a bus. Uh, and it, it, they're great jobs. Uh, so we have. We have contacts. Well, we have contacts everywhere. To be honest with you, we we uh, if you if you're looking for something, you just have to call me, uh, and uh, either I can make the call for you, and in many cases you can make the call yourself because that's literally how much demand there is. But if if you want a reference, uh, especially if you're coming from the school, and if we've auditioned you, that helps. <clears throat> you know, especially on dice. All right, what else? Anything else? Well, it depends. Uh, when do you want to answer? I have. I have. Is three. that the answer that they were looking for? Did I miss something? No, no, I got more questions, but you said you, right. you want. No, no, I can. Is it about the the demand? Because then now I'm getting into the start. The start is next, buddy. Well, the next question mm -hmm. is about. I mm -hmm. uh, hear. I'll just read it. Uh, Wise Shooter says, mm -hmm. "What is the CG rate of people passing as a certified dealer compared to those who don't pass your dealer classes?" All right. Here, here's an interesting uh, scenario. So literally everybody at some point passes our school. Uh, we do have some people in the sophomore junior category that have been coming to the school for a long time. But amazingly, we've actually got them jobs. And they'll probably stay at those jobs. There are so listen, I, I'm going to be, the, the truth of it is, is, is people are at different skill sets, different, you have different motivations. And we, we deal with all of it. Uh, we, the oldest we've ever gotten a dealer hired is 81 years old. And just recently we had two 70 year olds hired. One of them took an extra second. Uh, one of them had arthritis and some other issues, some physical issues. And David had to ask for a favor and rightfully so, but for a really wonderful human being who deserves a job is still there, who's working hard and making a living, had to go back to work, had some financial setbacks and just, you know, that's the thing. And you know what? That's where we're at in this world. You know, thanks to you guys, I mean, quite literally, and, and CEG, you, the, the word is out. You know, you, you help us, we help you. I mean, as simple as that. So 
you gave you gave us one job. You you uh, you know provided some flexibility, and guess what? I sent you like five more dealers. You know, uh, yes, did we eat at the cafe and really enjoy ourselves? We did because they have fantastic food. I won't mention the casino, but hey, uh, I forgot the question already. What the hell was I talking about? Who am I? What's going on? What the hell is your name? Why do you have such a great haircut, dude? Oh what's my going god. On? Anyways, the question was. What uh, is the CG rate of people passing as certified oh, dealers compared? Yeah, so so here's the thing, um, we everybody that wants to pass eventually passes. It's, it's we take a very adaptive, iterative approach. Even people who come in and they get frustrated. The problem is, is it's a flaky ass town, and there's a there's a few people who leave the school. So so let's just say the people that graduate, our placement rate is ninety nine point nine 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 percent. The only people that don't get placed are people who literally just don't end up coming back to the school or have fallen out or whatever the case is. The only people that don't pass are people, again, who don't come back to the school. We, we had, strangely enough, we've had people sign up for all the games and uh, they've never come into the school. Uh, in fact, we just had someone who signed up for Black Friday and November, Black Friday, just came into the school last week. So... This is the kind of town we live in. This is the kind of interaction. But uh, 100, basically 99, I'm not allowed to say 100% because, uh, of course, nothing is 100%. Uh, but uh, in terms of placement and in terms of graduation rate, it, it's essentially 100%. Unless you, uh, unless the, again, uh, minus the people who just, like, you know, bail. Uh, but everyone else, uh, it, works, it works out for, yeah. Go ahead. What else you got? Moving on to the next slide. Because uh, well, the start is big. Everybody wants to know, how do I get started? What do I do? Where do I go? What do I do? Go well, ahead. these aren't demand questions, so I'll, I'll, oh. uh, I'll wait a little bit. These are demand questions? Yeah, I'll, sa I'll save them for the end. So anyone who's asking questions, if you have a good question, I'm going to save them for you guys. Yeah. All right, good. All right, fantastic. All right, here we go. You ready? All right, so here, here it is. This is how you get started. Uh, well, first of all, here's, here's the best way to get started. And I wouldn't have said this literally four years ago. Go on YouTube. Get acclimated. Go literally go watch a, a Hawaii crapshooter video. Go watch, a, if you like craps, for example, get around, learn the games, go see some favorite YouTube, you know, learn learn a little bit about how to play. A lot of these uh, channels actually go to the casinos. You can enter, you can see how the dealers are participating. I mean, there's a lot to see, uh, and and it, it's been a, it's a wonderful thing. So, uh, yeah, get acclimated, go online, do some research. Uh, you can go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. There's a lot of casinos uh, that have their career page. You can see what kind of jobs they're hiring for, what kind of benefits they offer, what their casino floor looks like. You can get an idea of what kind of customers. Uh, for example, Aliante. Uh, you can see the kind of pit that they have, the kind of pit boss, how they talk. We used to have a friend of ours, Lee, up there that uh, when, when we were up there uh, with Hawaii Crapshoot event, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He's a table games director. He's a wonderful human being. Uh, these are the kinds of people that, that you'll get to know and be part of the industry, and they might influence your decision to be part of this industry. Now, th there are some bad actors. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of this. There's still some old school people. There's still some you know difficult scenarios out there, but you know that, that's, that's what, everything. Uh, then I say download a manual. And this is where the cash grab scenario comes in, okay? Uh, not really. So, I know, Dennis is laughing because, like, you know, how is it not? We're, we're a school. All right, but anyways, uh, we have manuals on our shopcasinoquest.com. You can download one of our dealer manuals, and they, those are the actual manuals that we distribute to our casino dealers when they come to the school to train. 
Now it's not meant to be a, a training manual per se, but it has everything, all the definitions. It, it, it breaks down like the cardinal rules. It, it, in, in a sense, it's sort of all the, <clears throat> all the process, the user manual of becoming a dealer. And we make those available online. And uh, so, so that's a resource. The next thing is you can take an online course and of, or join our YouTube channel. So we have cqdealers.com for the online course. Uh, and then we have our, some of our classes. So the actual class themselves are on CQ Dealers. But on our YouTube channel for five bucks a month, $4.99, whatever the hell it is, we upload every week some kind of raw uh, class experience. It's, it's not meant to be a formal class. Those are on CQ Dealers. It's just meant to be useful information. Some of it's live classes that we give to our dealers. Most of it's craps because craps is the one thing we don't have on the online course. And amazingly, there's a few people who have become crap dealers following my crafts class. Uh, it, it's quite stunning. By the way, you gotta be really good and, and really adaptive because it wasn't meant to be that. Eventually, we are gonna have our own crafts class online, uh, but that was never meant to be uh, the resource for that. But I, there are a lot of uh, craft stuff. We, we have a guy that works here for us right now who's legitimately a crap dealer and who just started following he, he joined our channel for five hours and uh he got through the um uh the crap stuff and he's a legitimate uh, damn near really good asset here by the way okay next thing is uh we we have the dealer kit i know this is gonna look like oh god cash grab central here but you gotta have the tools you gotta have the tools to do your job and uh we we have these uh, we put together these casino dealer kits uh on our website and um, so like if you want to be a crap dealer we have you know the the, the dice uh we have the layout or we have the you know the bowl uh we have everything you need to become don't we have the bowl what else do we got i mean don't we have more bowl dice uh you can the puck, layout puck. buttons yeah buttons so basically everything you need to practice and and the layouts we use are all professional grade it's important to be professional grade because it, you're going to be pushing on this layout. This layout needs to be scratch resistant, water resistant. It's very durable type of microfiber, polyester grade. And so, um, you know, this is the same exact type of layout that you'll be using at a, on a live casino, in a live casino venue. So we have those available. Uh, and then um, you can visit either our school or really any school. Um, not, all, not all schools are the same. Uh, we, we invite you to uh, research. You got to research, man. I mean, it, becoming a casino dealer and knowing the games is, is critical mass because you're going to take that information and that's going to be the thing that drives you into this whole career. And if, if you if you graduate a school, for example, and they didn't teach you how to pitch or, or they didn't teach you how to use a shoe, those are those are major setbacks. Uh, so, you know, or if you go to a school and you don't learn all the Baccarat uh, nuances so like there's mini baccarat easy baccarat is sort of the common baccarat that's taught but you need to know midi baccarat because midi is that high limit baccarat that people play and it's important to to level up in this business so um so there are schools for example that are even cheaper than ours and uh, they're cheaper for a reason i mean uh, that that's all there is just like everything else uh you pay for pay for what you get and uh it is what it is all right so uh, the next part is you get certified in at least two games. And, and take it from uh, David here, you got to have two games minimum under your belt. You might be able to learn some more games at the casino you go to if they offer training, and that's key, but at least two games. So you're going to hit the floor, and you're going to tell them, hey, they're going to hire you, 
and they're gonna look at your resume and they may only audition you on two games then when you get to the casino pit guess what if you don't speak up they're only gonna put you on one game uh, a lot of times they, they they'll the casino will get comfortable they'll throw you to a game and then when they get confident with you on that game they don't they want they don't want to risk putting you on another game you know because they it, it's it, and that's what it is it's confidence they're building confidence in you uh, that you know the game that you're managing the game well you got some presence that kind of thing uh, so you got to know more than one game. That's what gets you ahead in this in this career. Okay. And then, of course, uh, you know, we talk about starting to apply or you find a school like us that can refer you. Uh, so we 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 do the job placement. I tell all the dealers, listen, you you have someone in the business who can refer you into the casino. You want to go somewhere specific. Your mom, your dad's working there. We have a lot of that kind of thing. Uh, but come down every Friday. I set up appointments to come down and see me. Because sometimes it's not about, hey, this casino uh, that you live next to, you want to go work there. I, I tend, we, me, me and Alex, uh, we, we know who the bosses are. Uh, we know how they run their games. And, and you know, every pit is, is not for everybody. It's different, you know. So we try to match you what, where we think is the best fit for you. Uh, and, and, and that matters sometimes. You know, not just the, the, the short commute is good too. Uh, but having a place where you can break in comfortably and, and have a great uh, chance of... Uh, of succeeding there that that's also important all right and the next thing is of course you get hired you get licensed and this works a little differently in different jurisdictions so here in Vegas you get hired first that casino sponsors your license and then you go through the gaming control board it, it, it takes minutes uh, so they send you a link you hit the link you go online you answer a few questions it takes literally like five ten minutes for most people uh, unless you have like a long rap history and then of course that takes a little longer to fill those in but if you don't have a lot going on, you just fill it out, boom, boom, boom. And then at the end of it, they give you a receipt with a fingerprint thing, go to fingerprinting, and then um, and eventually you'll be able to dial that one in, uh, I'm, I'm assuming, right? I mean, right now it's still a physical thing. You got to go to a place and they fingerprint you. Uh, but eventually, given everything else going on, you'll just be like, hey, you'll scam me. It'll be an ass print, dude. Well, this, the same seat that you're sitting on will literally be your print. They won't take any chances that you're trying to, like, you know what I mean, take advantage of the system. You follow? Because I don't think you could fake an ass print, no? Wouldn't that be too hard? Well, for me, it would be too hard. I suppose if you have a really small ass, you could fake it. You know what I mean? That <laughs> what? would be easier. But if you have a large ass. What are you going on about? I'm, just, I'm I, losing. I, I, I'm losing. I, I, I get have, here. I have way too much ghost in my system, dude. I'm off my rocker. Me and Alex were having the other day about what would be what would be harder to budge the testicular uh, print or the ass print. We have these conversations. They're very philosophical, dude. You should know. Come on now, isn't that a great? That's a great time. You bring that up at dinner, and you guys will be talking about that for hours. Because how do you? First of all, at what point do they take? How do you get the testicular print done well? Like how do you spread? <laughs> like how do you, how do you make that happen on any given day? You know what I'm saying? And then the older you are, that print's going to change because gravity will affect uh, how that print lays out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but your thoughts, sir? Oh, my I, God. I, He's I, just sitting there rolling his eyes. I but have no okay. idea what hey, to say to that. Hey, next topic, everybody. I got you your next topic at dinner. There you go. Easy peasy. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, anyways. All right. So that's how you start. That's it. We're going to talk about the training next. So anybody have starting questions? or, or I'm sure a lot of people have training questions because I, I got that one next. Oh, let's see. Well, we have tons of questions. Actually. Oh, God, I bet we do. I, I, I love this. And, and for those of you just tuning in, you may be asking, why the hell this dude over here? Well, listen to this. I started in 1991. I've worked at 13 casinos. 
I've been a dealer most of that time, a trainer, floor supervisor. I've been through the muck. And, and proudly now, I worked a lot of shithole jobs. So by that I mean, I got to know a lot of these pits and a lot of things that made a difference. And for me, I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any family in the business. I, didn't have, I, I almost didn't have any friends in the business in most cases. I, I had friends later on. I got one or two friends who helped me uh, sort of evolve, especially when I went into management. But, but for the most part, I had to slug it out. And it helped me learn a lot. Uh, and uh, there's that. All right, what else you got? Let's see. Well, I have a Let's see. This question is. Go. Can I take CEG classes to become a dealer in Pennsylvania? Will my state gaming control board accept the training from CEG? Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, yes, yes, and yes, sort of. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, most jurisdictions, or every jurisdiction that I know of, doesn't really care about where you went to school. You just have to pass the audition. There are some jurisdictions in the past that have required you to train at a certain type of Atlantic City, for the most part, I, I believe back in the day, and maybe Scott would be out there and correct me with this, but it required a certain level of, of training. Uh, which I think is no longer a thing, uh, but it depends on the jurisdiction. Pennsylvania, I'm pretty sure, you just got to get through the audition, and then you have to go through uh, the licensing board, and and you don't get to that stage until you get hired by until a casino says, hey, you know, we're we're interested in hiring you because we have sent people, uh, we so we've sent people from the school to Pennsylvania, to Canada, New York, Florida, Idaho, uh, Colorado, Louisiana. You follow? So the key is really uh, to get through the training and then and then move on. Now, the 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 dealers training online that we offer the CQDealers.com, which we're working to evolve that here in a minute and 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 probably upgrade and make that something different. So right now that CQDealers.com for 99 bucks basically on the blackjack. I think it's 119 for roulette. Uh, it gets you acclimated to becoming a dealer. It's not meant to take you from A to Z and put you in a job. It's meant to give you uh, a heads up on all the things that are in, that are that as much as possible that can be taught without it being interactive. Obviously, it's all videos and, and things like this that you follow. Um, but ultimately, it, it it sort of gets you eighty of the eighty percent of the way there. So if you decide that you want to go to a school, it's sort of a lower cost way. You know to make that transition and to figure out because a lot of people call us and say listen you know i don't want to pay for the whole school i just want to figure out if this is a thing for me and that's a way to figure that out you know as long as you you're at home practicing using your hands trying to work through the mechanics uh so yeah so we've 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 had people go to saipan we've had people go to um i, I mean basically everywhere i mean over the last uh we because we've been now open for uh nine years holy crap all right, is that, did I answer that enough? Yeah, 2013, buddy. Wow. We now have the largest footprint in Las Vegas as a dealer school, uh, and probably the largest footprint in the world, really. Uh, you know, even though th there's a few schools that have like schools in the different cities and stuff like this that train a lot of people, but, uh, but we, uh, our outreach has grown. All right, what else you got? Uh, Alan asks. Ah. Do you get a full-time job and benefits when you start? That's really depends on where you want to go there because of demand right now. There are definitely jobs that offer you full time. Most casinos you have to get through a 90 day probation. The thing that sucks, honestly, about the one thing, the caveat to be a career dealer, and this is all because date I got, I, I literally my filter doesn't exist and I have to be honest, right? So a lot of the higher tier casinos, they make you go through, you know, a year of part time extra board work before they put you into full time or you end up on a list. 
And the list means that, you know, 100 people got to die in front of you before you end up on the, you know, on the right list. Now, the pandemic cleared up some room. <laughs> okay, no, God, that terrible? Jesus. Um, no, a lot of people left the industry, and so so a lot of people were able to move up. We, we know some people that worked here that became that got full-time at Cosmo because there's a lot of people that moved on. Normally, those jobs don't become available because the full-time jobs at the highest tier I'm talking uh, because people stay in those jobs forever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Lauren's been at Cosmo since the place opened. Uh, she's not going to leave there until someone carries her out the flipping door, which is might be me. Might be me. I, I, I won't. I won't. I won't. Yeah. Wheelbarrow and all. Okay. Uh, but a lot of times you really got to wait. Uh, but lower tier casinos now, so much demand. So many dealers have moved on from those lower tier casinos that I have a casino right now, two of them, that uh, called me last week and basically said, listen, we're, we, we are so in need of dealers that we're willing to offer uh, full-time benefits almost out the gate as long as we can be uh, somewhat certain that they're gonna stay like they don't want to give you those benefits if you're just gonna if you're just there to do your break-in and leave in three months but if you're willing to stay and we have we we have a lot of people that are older they're looking for just something to fill and, and they want benefits you know they're at that 50 early 60 range where you know they're, they're not they haven't locked into uh, you know uh, Medicare uh, they keep lowering the bar for uh, you know Associated retired people, AARP, man. Holy crap, I got my notice the other day. What the hell's wrong with them people? Don't they know I got a few more years? Uh, I think I might. Anyways, um, so yes, so uh, there you go. That was the long-winded answer to that question. Wow. Thank you, Alan Toy. <laughs> Joseph Frazier says, have you ever had a student who couldn't get hired? What held them back? Um, here's an example. We had a guy who's been through three jobs. We got him three jobs. We referred him to three jobs, and every job he uh, he actually got hired, and then um, couldn't make it. And uh, that was for his own stupidity. Young guy, uh, a lot of issues. Wants to believe he's a responsible dude, but clearly that's not the case. Uh, we have had people who have not communicated honestly on their uh, gaming license, and even if they don't catch it at first, if they catch it later. You're pretty much screwed so if something I don't know how they do it per se but I know some people who have gotten through the first part and um, then like two weeks later something ends up coming up and then it goes to the casino and boom um, they're they're laid off obviously they don't make it through so we've had a lot of that now in terms of a auditioning and not and failing the auditioning I have seen and witnessed been witness to people who have not been able to get hired we had a woman who went to another school uh, and went to five auditions, of which uh, this other school, you know, congratulated her on getting a job. She never got the job. Uh, came to us and uh, still, still was not able to get the job pretty stunningly. But uh, it, it's so rare um, that, that you can't get hired or we don't have a casino for you. Because even, uh, even if the first one doesn't work out, so... I, I tell everybody, especially if, if, if I feel like there's going to be an issue, if, if it's someone who's having a really difficult time, has disabilities, or physical ailments, whatever the case is, I, I, I don't want to set them up for failure. I don't want them to get to the you know depression to set in when they fail the first audition. So, well, you know, we kind of work down the options. Like, hey, you know, you might fail this first audition, but it's okay because we have a second audition or a third audition, and then ultimately we work ourselves sort of down the list, and uh, we get to the option that 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 will work. Um, but in recent memory, I, I don't know anyone who has not been able 
um, to get a job. I, I had this woman once. Uh, this is a woman who left a really negative review that we had to kick out of the school uh, who was um, uh, being disruptive uh, on an audition and wasn't able to get hired for that reason and, and was uh, impacting other students. But, but there's that. All right, what else you got? Oh, that's a good, good question. That rascal Merlin says, oh. how long do you stand per hour when dealing blackjack? I know you get a 20 minute uh, per hour break. Yep. So it's uh, so in an eight hour shift, you, you get two hours of breaks. That's why a bar is low. You, get, you work six hours, you get two hours of break. Some casinos, especially right now that are short dealers, you might be working hour 20s and getting a 20 minute. Some Caesars properties, for example, you work hour 20s, get a 20 minutes. So you only get like an hour and 20 or an hour and 40 minute break, which is still more than many other types of jobs. Uh, other casinos that have smaller pits, you might get a break every 40 minutes. So I know I know of two casinos right now, you literally get a 20-minute break every 40 minutes because they, they're, they're only able to keep open so so many tables. And so, uh, you know, on, on one hand, they're trying to hire dealers to fill that void. But on the other hand, right now, it's, it's kind of a sweet deal for the dealers that they do have. Uh, but realistically, it's, uh, it's, it's six and two, six on and, and two off. Okay, ready? All right, I'm going to get to the next part, the training part. You want to do what that? Do you think? I have questions. I mean, you have more questions? All right, no. I, I, I'm pl good. I have plenty of questions for you. I know. This is, I knew this was going to be a thing. I'm so, I'm so proud to be able to sit here and, and do this. Uh, all right, what, what time is Oh, we got time. Are you kidding me? KCVGCX asked, mm -hmm. do you get any commissions for dealers that get hired from CEG? Uh, no. Uh, sometimes we get a comp to dinner. Uh, for example, we went to Catherine's the other day. Uh, we don't ask for... Um, we don't ask for that. Not yet, I'll be honest with you. Uh, but we will, I think, eventually. Uh, the problem is is that the labor pool has to expand. Deal, uh, casinos tend to be a little cheap. And if they're going to pay for a zip recruiter, 350 370 for the post, we feel like they should throw us a bone because ultimately that's going to go back to other dealers. So our goal, and, and that's one of the last things we're going to talk about today, is our Path Up initiative. So our goal as a dealer school is to expand access uh, to people who can't otherwise afford to come to school because we get a lot of them. Uh, we get, I would say every month we get five to 10 people who just can't afford to come to school. They wanna know about how it can be free. And instead of sending them down the road uh, where they have to pay, they get a $10,000 student loan for three classes and end up at some you know, dive casino, uh, we want them to come to CEG. We want to give them a better quality of education and a better job out, out, out the gate. That's the goal. So uh, we, in, order, in order to do that, we gotta be, we're working towards becoming or trying to become as free a school as we can. So we, we are changing the model. Uh, I, I have to say that, that that's the evolution of our school and that's the evolution of our opportunity. Uh, and uh, we feel like the casinos now, you know, with all the demand, listen, we can't fit eight the, just the just the 12 casinos that came last week i mean if we had a job fair every day for them there's not enough days in the week so so let's instead work on creating the pipeline uh let's lower the bar let's recognize the needs of the casino the the needs to expand the labor pool and let's work on a program together that gets people the skills that they need we got to get well first we got to get out the information we got to let everybody know it's an opportunity because if you're someone that works at the back of the house and you're either a dishwasher, a housekeeper, a gardener, or any, any dozen of other jobs that the casinos have, guess what? Front of the house pays better. And uh, we're here to tell you, and the bar is low. And being a casino deal is a fantastic opportunity to go everywhere or all over. Um, and, and we want to make this a thing. And we don't want you to be, we don't want you to get a student loan 
so that it's free now, but it's going to cost you for the rest of your life, or you're going to be in debt. Uh, we, we want you to come and uh, pay as little as possible uh, while still being able to pay our, our instructors a living wage and still being able to offer you the same level of access and, and, and quality equipment. All those things are important. And when I, when I say it's important, uh, this is literally my life uh, on every single level. Uh, as much as I love being here at Casino Quest and, and dealing with players, uh, my, my, I work at the school every day. Uh, my passion is the students and our teachers and our curriculum and the casinos we work with because uh, this has been a, a thing for me. So there's that. All right. What else we got? Paul Peterson yep. gave us a $5 super chat earlier. Says, Thanks, is, sir. Is it likely a casino would offer me a job if I couldn't start for a month or two? Referring yep. to transitioning from the Army into Arizona to moving to Vegas. Yep, 100%. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so, it, it, listen, as long as you are upfront with the casinos nowadays, they're, they're willing to work with you. If, um, the, you know, the, the worst thing you can do is, is, is uh, apply for a job, say that you're available, you know, 24-7, and then, you know, while you're having that recruitment uh, conversation, you're talking to them about, oh, I need my first week off, I got to see family, that, that, that's, that's terrible. You have to start off that uh, initially, you know, before you get the job. Say, here, these are, this is what I need first. Um, but yes, yeah, so 100. Uh, we we've we've actually had someone who was three months away uh, from from a job and uh, just wanted an offer, and uh, we we got them an offer. Actually, that wasn't in Vegas, but but those are the things. So yeah, so and 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 also casinos understand it's going to take you time uh, to go through school, um, and th that's definitely sort of the next level of this is you know, we, we want to have conversations with people early on and say, listen, this casino is hiring, they're offering tuition reimbursement, or they have a certain type of job available, would you be willing to train and be hired directly into this casino? And uh, that's a great conversation. That's how you expand the labor pool. That's how you create opportunity for people. So there's not, you know, there's, there's, it's amazing the number of people that come and sit down with me before they sign up and the level of anxiety, you know, uh, especially if you're if you're older, maybe you're minority, something like this, where you feel is a takeaway from you getting a job, right? And uh, I always say, listen, it's going to be fine. I mean, it really is. It's going to be fine. There's no if, if there is something that's going to be a problem, I'm going to tell you right away. Uh, but ultimately, it's going to be fine. And uh, you know, we have the opportunities for you. We can we can get you all squared away. Good. Good. All right. Next Good. up. By the way, love Arizona. I wish, I wish, um, I know they're adding class three, they're trying to add a lot of dealers uh, to that craps. There's, I think there's still some casinos that don't have crap tables but are licensed for craps because they, they don't have any dealers. Uh, but I, I lived down there for a while, man. I love, I love Arizona. Uh, I lived in Apache Junction, Mesa, and uh, man, I really did have a lot of fun down there. I, I used to go to Gila River, Casino Arizona, that kind of thing. Okay, are you ready? I'm going to get to the train part of this. Here, one uh -oh. more question. Yes. Alan Toy. Alan says, Toy. What is your favorite casino to uh, send dealers to? Uh, okay, that I cannot answer, Alan, because that would be uh, like prejudicial. I like sending them to everywhere, literally everywhere. I mean, that's not true entirely. There, there are some bosses I really love, and they move casinos, and then I, and then that becomes my new favorite casino because I love the boss. I follow the bosses. I'll be honest with you. So uh, right now, uh, here, let me put out a. Let me put out. We love the Gold Coast. I, I worked at the Gold Coast many years ago, and um, I, I didn't always, some of the bosses that worked there when I worked there, uh, I, I will say, luckily one of them is dead. And, is, and um, all right, yeah, let me not go into that. But uh, 
He was a terrible individual, by the way. Uh, and so, uh, and those of you who work down there, you know, you know who I'm talking about. And I probably wouldn't have worked with that boss uh, now. Uh, but they have a wonderful recruiter that comes to our school who is literally fantastic. He's like the nicest guy. You know, th at this last, we had a job fair with them. And um, he came and he saw that the girls were getting a little nervous and getting a little wrapped up in things. And you know what he did? He gave them all the break, told them to take some water, go have a smoke, whatever they needed to do to chill out. He's literally like the nicest guy. Like if every recruiter that came to the school was like this dude, we would have so it would be so much easier because, uh, you know, when people get nervous on the game, when they're auditioning, you, you can't see how good they are. We, we had a dealer who is currently at Rampart. You know who you are. I won't mention his name. It may, may or may not be Reno. May or may not start, have something to do with the city of Reno. He was so nervous on his first two auditions. He was just so nervous. But he was a great dealer. We all knew he was a great dealer. He just needed to get over his nerves. And so he, he failed his first two auditions. And then ultimately he got a great job. And he's a fantastic dealer. He's, he's dealt to one of the biggest Baccarat players in the world. And he is a fantastic personality, all these things. Uh, but again, you know, it, when he was put on the spot and he had, a, had someone auditioning him who was, you know, a bit tough, you know, it kind of fell apart, which which happens, you know. Uh, so we, I follow the bosses. I love bosses who don't have a lot of attitude, who aren't who aren't there to make a point. I have some bosses that come to the school, and uh, you know, they want to impress the dealers. You know, oh hey, I'm a big boss. I've been in the business all these years. I've done. No one cares, dude. The deal, they just want to get a job. You know what I mean? Just audition and, you know, make it easy. No one cares. I get it. You're a big, big honcho from wherever the hell you at. And they, you know, making all this, you're a big boss. And we hate that. Like when, when that happens a lot, we tell that, we tell that supervisor just to like, you know, let it go. We'll talk to you another day. You know, I, I just basically ghost them. Like I'm ghosting this drink here. It's fantastic drink. And that's the truth. Uh, you know, cause, uh, David didn't have it so easy. And I want it to be easy. I, I do. I want to create access for everybody. I don't want these guys coming in here and, uh, you know, they, they got a big suit on and a big job and making everybody nervous. These are people trying to get a job. They're trying to just make a living, help their families, and move on in life. And no one cares about your story. Share your story later. All right, good? Here, we'll move on to the slides, but all we'll right. come back to any we're, of the questions. All right, yeah, we're going to come back to all the questions. All right, ready? All right, let me just say, because the training, you train at CEG. Okay, I get it. We're promoting our school a little bit, but here's the thing: uh, it's a total cash grab at this point. I mean, <laughs> what I can't, I can't help it. That's what we're talking about. All right, so so here we have because uh, everyone asks about like, so how do they get through the training? How does it work? Well, we have a very flexible, adaptive process. Uh, in between me being casino dealer, casino, I have been working on. I love education. I love open-ended education. Uh, I love education that doesn't have a lot of structure and a lot of rules because believe it or not, and as we all know, people learn different ways. People need an adaptive process. They don't always get stuck into one thing. You ha you, not everybody responds to the same kind of input. The same way I teach craps, I teach colors, units, math. I teach all these different ways to, to, so to put your brain into craps and I make it easy. I, I make it to the point where if you're self-motivated, you will learn from me. If you're not motivated, might not be the best course to be in. And then, you know, then we're, we're not doing each other as, you know, the right service, right? So we at CEG have evolved as much as possible this flexible adaptive process. And so you, you pay anytime, you go on our website, and then you start anytime after, you get six months access to the school. Whenever you come to the school, we have, a, we have trainers on the floor, they teach a little, and then you practice. 
and you perfect and then they coach and they try to they fix some things that are wrong and they go around and it's not perfect you know we want you still to talk and engage and there's other students there but ultimately you learn a little practical learn a little practical until you're working as a dealer you're acting as a dealer and then you're rotating with other dealers and other students around the table and then our students are inter our students our teachers are interacting with you and teaching you things and then at some point we have a mock audition so we audition you and we see it, we don't audition that's not the audition now if you're fantastic and you pass that audition then great you pass the audition and we certify you as a dealer of whatever the game is blackjack whatever it is but failing is is more likely and when you fail all it is is it's not you failing it's you learning what you need to work on so and it gives the instructor a heads up on what they, they might have missed something you know there might have been you know the other day i was working with some students who didn't have the end counting uh, and you know some of their check handling skills needed some work those kinds of things so it gives us an opportunity and you can sign up for the audition as much as you want you know we have people sign up like every day to be you know evaluated that's fine most of the time sometimes uh you might get a spanking on the floor kind of thing but we work through that the spanking that is all right what do you got i, I see you with the frow you have a question oh uh okay so uh we have 26 tables which is important because you need enough tables to get around uh, you know, we, you know, if we had only a couple tables, we couldn't support enough people. We have left and right roulette. We have midi baccarat tables, so we teach you easy bock and midi bock, so that you can go to high limit pit right out of school. So we have a few jobs like the strat. They're gonna rotate you if you know midi baccarat. They can rotate you right into that high limit baccarat room, and that's why we follow the bosses, because uh, we know there are certain bosses that will rotate you and give you that experience you need. Uh, you know, there, there, there's a casino, for example, that we used to work with some years ago where it was a break-in job, but the Cosmo used to hire from this casino pit because the boss used to, used to schedule you to work everything. And so you would, you, in a day, which is the ideal scenario, you would, learn, you would deal blackjack, roulette, baccarat, high limit baccarat. You would get around the whole pit and stay practiced. And if you're a casino dealer, you know that if you go if you go somewhere and you don't get to either get the action or you can't get around the games and guess what's going to happen you got to come back to the school you're going to have to refresh kind of learn them over because you lose it if you don't practice it you lose it uh, especially like dice or even roulette you know if, you, if you're not doing it every day blackjack not so much a thing once you learn blackjack uh you know what i mean it's it's, it's kind of easy but uh you still need to practice uh all right what do we got all right. you, you, hey. should, you, should, you should still practice your blackjack by the way yeah, for practice you, your you. BJ action. Yeah, oh just all about the BJ. See, that's what Alex would have said. He wouldn't have had the whole word going, just BJ. Okay, uh, and then once you're once you're ready, you get certified. You pass, uh, we say two games, and then we help you with job placement. You come and see David. You sit down. I sort of try to get to know everybody during, while you're learning, as I have time. But then we, we schedule uh, some time, and then uh, you come and see me, and you talk about how quickly you need a job, you know, do you have a car? Cause that matters. If you're on the bus, certain, certain casinos might be off the list. If you want to go to new markets, this kind of thing. And then, um, and that's it. We place you, uh, you, you apply. I write the email, call, call somebody. And, uh, and then you pay me under the table and we work it out. It's fine. No, you <laughs> never. And, uh, I've been offered uh, $10,000 for a reference one time. And guess what? No, there's no references here. Uh, unless you earn it, uh, you gotta earn it. You gotta earn it. You gotta earn it. Or twenty thousand, twenty thousand, maybe twenty thousand. No, uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah, we don't get any kickbacks. Uh, we don't get any personal 
benefit uh, by play. We do we do get a dinner. Uh, I, I will say, you know, there's a few casinos that definitely we get comp. We go in there, and uh, and and that's the relationship. Honestly, uh, we there is not a single casino. We, we now we are paid for training. There are some. We have a contract with a, a several casinos here in town that. Uh, well, they pay. Uh, they pay us to train dealers, especially dealers coming from back of the house, front of the house, or transitioning within the casino. So adding games, that kind of thing. And then, you know, we send the invoice to them, of course, and they pay us directly for that training. Uh, but that, that's something different. What's up? I was so someone confused. Someone wants to give me 20000 for No, no. So, 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 Where do I go? Who do I sign? I was just so confused. Ah. I was so confused. I was ah. I was going through the uh, the chat, and then um, Amy said that caterpillar is distracting sometimes, and I was what like, "What caterpillar?" That's what I said, and uh, they meant the stash. Your stash. Oh my god! <laughs> Swear to God, I even bought some clippers. Uh, I figured I would get some crap about the damn stash. <laughs> Jesus, uh, you would think. You know, I, I had a whole beard. I should have kept a beard, and the stash would be less a takeaway. I know. It no, took, it, it was just it was just weird. I was like, so, huh? I was so confused. I was like, what is this caterpillar? What are people I, talking about? I, 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 son of a bee. Can't have a damn stash on the damn channel. All right, that's good. Hey, uh, uh, where are we at? What are we doing? You want to finish the last slide, and then we could. Uh, the last get slide. To... We got one more slide, dude. Uh, do I got another slide? Yeah, you do. I got I got a few more slides actually. Believe it or not, hang tight, everybody. We got to go to level up. Uh, did you did you show the slide before it that said level up? Because that's important. You want to level up? Here's what. Here's, I'm going to give you guys the advice right here, right now, because we get asked this a lot. Because the key really is not to break in. You're going to train, do all that. That's easy. I got you covered. Leveling up is the key. That's where you have to make some decisions for yourself. So here's the thing. There's a few different paths to leveling up in this business, okay? There's the roulette path, the baccarat path, and there's always the craps path. Knowing craps gets you far, far, far. So having craps under your belt is big. And I can't tell you how many people, you can almost ask anybody in the business and one of the regrets they might have is, listen, I never learned craps. <clears throat> and I never, you know, craps took away from my opportunity to both be a supervisor or get around. So craps is always big, it doesn't matter. Even now, I've got craps jobs out the gazoo. More than any other job, more than any other request, it's always for craps, even during the pandemic. But here's what I'll tell you. When you wanna get to the center strip, or you want to get to these bigger tier casinos, there's roulette and then there's baccarat. And the reason for that is you got to get the high limit. You got to get the high limit and you got to get to those casinos that have a high limit because those are the those are the bastards that pay the bills. Those high limit, those high limit people are the people that toke. Not all of them, trust me. We all know that. But when they do toke, their 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 relative toke is bigger than a lot of other relative tokes. You know, if a guy's playing 100,000 and leaves a 1,000 and uh, not a lot of money i get it it's nothing compared to the guy that's betting 10 and tokes five right but that thousand is a lot of those fives you follow so like you got to get the high limit you got to go to a, a casino that has high limit you got to aria Bellagio. i mean you can just name them off paris planet hollywood these are all decent job and needs a palazzo those kinds of things and the way to get there is you get there through the roulette pit and by that i mean sr single zero so once you master roulette you can come back to us take a single zero class and we have easily so you've met him he's been on our channel daniel and and daniel is quite honestly one of if not the best instructor I, I will say i mean we have some great instructors he is a patient but you know it's hard to explain he's patient but sort of forceful like you know this is what you have but he's patient he's he coaches 
and he's he's been involved. He loves that. Sorry, he has a passion for this game, unlike a lot of other people. Um, so he knows all the nuances. Believe it or not, they're nuanced. Who knew? There's European. There's there's you know single zeros European. There's the French French version, which I'm guessing is a little foofier than the regular European one. I'm just saying. I don't know. But uh, hey, but he knows all these things. He's been in, in SR single zero for 25 years. And uh, he's the guy that you want to learn from because he's the guy that's going to get you ready for Cosmo. When the Cosmo says, listen, if you know SR, we'll let you come down and audition. You're probably not going to pass, but we'll give you a go. That's big because Cosmo and Arya, the two, uh, they're the number one jobs in town. I mean, here in this town anyways. Uh, so those are the paths. The other pass is Baccarat. Baccarat, high limit, learning MIDI and being able to deal to a Kelly's son. That's big. Be, you know, seeing that big Phil Ivey action, those kinds of actions, those only happen at the top casinos in the world. So like, you know, Crockford's uh, at resorts, uh, Caesars Palace, Palace Court, uh, Cosmos 70th floor, MGM Mansion. We have one of the MIDI tables from the mansion right here at Casino Quest. You can come see. And it's for sale, not cheap. A friend of ours gave us that table. It was one of the very first tables that went into the MIDI Mansion and it, or the, MIDI, uh, the MGM Mansion. And a lot of money and a lot of memories, a lot of stories off that table. Uh, but Baccarat is is definitely big. Lots of opportunity in Baccarat. So those are kind of the paths uh, into high limit. Next thing is, uh, here's what we tell people. You can, you can brave the audition yourself uh, when you get to a higher tier casino. But you can always come back to see us. Uh, we have a lot of high limit dealers. Uh, I, I teach a, you know, a high limit craps class, we call, it, we call it Dice Master class, for those of you looking at it, because it's a whole different game, going from 5 and $10, even $15 games, you know, to 800 1600 across, this kind of thing, is a whole different level of play, a lot of different, some different checks, different ways to manage the, the betting activity, different context, and guess what, we got, we got Lauren, who high limit dealer, uh, who we have at, at the top casino, oh, Cosmo, uh, we also have Alex, win Cosmo Hard Rock, high limit. Uh, so, so we have, of course, Daniel, uh, who, uh, who knows uh, SR. So we, we have the experience. We can put it together for you and help you pass that audition. So you come back to us, you pay for a refresh or one of our mastery courses, and, and we can help you get through uh, that high-tier casino. Uh, the next part of it is uh, you got to know four main games, ideally, and that, and that is literally blackjack, roulette, baccarat, roulette, and uh, wait, blackjack, roulette, Baccarat and craps. You gotta learn them all. Four main games gets you in the door, makes it so much easier. You can sometimes get through with blackjack, roulette, and Bach and a few carnival games, especially if you have a lot of presence on the game. Uh, but there's that. All right. So presence, presence, presence. I, I, I said that three times because that's what they're looking for. This high end. If you ever go to a low end casino and you see someone who's been there for 20 years and you wonder why after 20 years they're not at a high end casino, it's not because they're not a great dealer. It's because they lack presence on the game. Uh, and presence really translates into having these, you know, uh, you know, conversations, having control, being able to sort of execute the action while talking and interacting. You know, there's, there's a lot that goes with presence and mastery of the table and becoming that sort of high level croupier than um, than just being able to deal it. Dealing it alone doesn't get you there or even being a good dealer doesn't get you. A lot of great dealers like downtown at downtown casinos have been there a long time. And uh, because, you know, they, they've never really developed that presence, you know. Uh, but anyways, the other the other one is um, here's what I can tell you. UNLV Hospitality it has a fantastic program. A friend of ours, Scott Morrow, is down there teaching, and uh, that sometimes can open some real doors. They have a mentorship program. You can uh, jumpstart your career. You, you you go through hospitality. You meet Scott, who's like juiced into this business, 
And then you move on to, you know, station casinos, other types of network casinos that have uh, mentorship programs. So if you're really looking to get into management, uh, I've had one of them mentor for me, actually, uh, actually a few of them. Uh, so that's been fantastic. So I recommend at least now that never was a thing back in the day. Uh, being a mentor, you could be mentored, maybe if your family, something like this. But this is literally a program that sets this up, creates a path to management, to, and when I say it's, it's their hospitality school of hospitality, but they have a gaming uh, segment. So you can, you basically, you can actually go to college and get a BA, get a bachelor's degree in gaming. Uh, can you believe, imagine being a doctorate of dice? <laughs> I want, I want that, dude. I, I, I and, um, we have, we, we're going to have some news, but we're, we'll have that later. Okay. What else? Okay. Now, uh, ready? We, we got one more, we got two more things, two more segments. It's not going to be long. I'm going to get through them. And then we'll get to all the questions. Uh, what do you think? Good? Sure. All right, so so here's the thing. The next, Our next slide, because this is great. If, I mean, anybody interested, this is going to stand the test of time, by the way. We're going to leave this up and make this available for people forever. We might even throw this on our own, web, our own website so that people can just hear it straight from the horse's mouth, as it were. You know what I'm saying? Ready? Uh, I'm ready. Let's go. You ready? Uh, here it goes. The new markets. New markets. All right, here we go. I, and I'm going to go over this quickly because a lot of people, there's other ways to expand your horizon. This is what made this, this career fantastic. First of all, cruise ships. Uh, we know a lot about cruise ships. Uh, we've worked with some cruise ships. We have... We, we have we used to have a direct line of cruise ship that's changed with covid uh, i'm not sure where cru cruise ships are i think they're wandering aimlessly in the ocean right now i'm really not sure what's going on there's one cruise ship that just dumped some people out in the middle of nowhere and they like so uh but if at some point in the future you want to work on a cruise ship uh cruise ships have some viability um uh, but I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to give you some advice. You want to go there as a supervisor or dual rate because uh, that way you get a little better cabin. You get the, the upgraded uh, cabins. Uh, but, you know, you have to sign a contract. And I, I can tell you what's involved with that and what goes with being a cruise ship uh, dealer or supervisor. Um, the next thing is a new market. So new market trainer or supervisor is a quick way uh, to get into management and, and round out your, your resume. So as these new markets are opening, they're always looking for people in Vegas. Vegas experience like really like counts. So if, if you went to a school here and you have experience at a casino here, taking that experience and moving to another property has been fantastic. We have a woman who uh, went through our school uh, so fast, even took SR, literally um, paid for all the classes, is now dealing at the Wynn uh, Boston, uh, in the Boston Wynn. Uh, which one is that called? Oh, crap. Uh, anyways. So, and, and is working on becoming, uh, move, just moved up the ranks, man. It's amazing. Um, but anyway, so opening new markets is big. And then, of course, so we have focused on Oklahoma, Idaho, Colorado, and New York have been sort of the markets that we've, we've worked with the most. And we've seen the most activity, people going there, becoming supervisors, high-limit dealers, maybe coming back to Vegas with that on your resume. Um, and then uh, if, if you go to a new, if it's a brand new market, it's the first two years that are always, that's always like the wild west. That's where you're going to make the most money. Uh, it's, it's very often the case here in Vegas. When a new casino opens up, it's like the first year they're doing well. Of course, some casinos take it in the ass a little bit the first year, sadly. Uh, but a lot of times when you open up a new market, especially a new market that's just been gunning for, can you imagine if Houston opens up? Can you imagine if any casino in Texas becomes a thing? Holy smokes. I, I, I might just literally sell everything 
and go work there because they're gonna be they're gonna need some hefty trash bags to take the money out of those casinos. Quite quite literally. I mean, if 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 he, if, if any market in in Texas goes live, holy, any anywhere. I mean, imagine. I don't know. Does Alaska have casinos? I'm not sure. Um, the other thing is being a big fish in a small property. So a lot of times you can go out to these smaller casinos that exist, and you know you're the guy from Vegas, you're the guy with the Vegas dealing background, and and that really will pay off as well. Uh, and then we talked about the gassing up the RV for poker and craps. So it used to be if you had an RV or a mini house that you were towing, uh, you could just do the poker circuit, uh, go and do all the tournaments. There's epic stories. You can go on YouTube. I'm I'm pretty sure I just saw some reference to that where you can see how people have really have really done that world poker tour this kind of thing. And that's what they've done. They they deal for these uh, a poker the tournaments. They call ahead, tell the casino, hey, I want to deal for your tournament. And almost all of them are hiring. Like it, it's just that easy, quite simply. We we have had so much success. By the way, a lot of poker jobs. If you're interested in poker, you got it. We have five seats left in our current class. Uh, it's going to start February 21st, and and poker rooms everywhere. The Orleans just had a job fair. Do you know it used to be like a two-year waiting list to get in Orleans? They just had a job fair to hire dealers. We got we have had every class. Everyone that's wanted a job or qualified a job got hired. Uh, and then, of course, there's uh, overseas. And I said, oh, yeah, because I would love, I, I just, I've always fantasized about being that Monaco dealer. You know what I'm saying? Like, secret James Bond walks in, and I'm, you know, dealing the uh, paddles and plaques, and I got a chick down inside. Uh, yeah, Monaco, dude. Can you imagine dealing in Monaco? They don't have any crap games, so it's all roulette, basically. There might be a few blackjack tables, but uh, I'm guessing they only bring in the crap table for the James Bond movie. All right, what else? Okay, ready? All right, let me answer some questions, and then I'm going to talk about the future. Or should I talk about the future now? How many sides do you have left? I mean, I mean, I just have I have the discount code at the end, and then I got to give away. Is anybody? Do we have anybody still left? Can we give away something? Yeah, we can give away something. All right, so let's do this. Let's let's let, if if you watch this last thing, because I want to talk about the future. And I want to put this out there because eventually we have, I know that there's a few table game directors out there and even a VP or two, we know who you are, who are uh, checking us out. And uh, this is for you. And uh, so this is it. This is the future. And this is 100% a cash grab, just so you know. This is 100% a cash grab. You ready? Go ahead, pull it oh, up. Here, wait, wait. You got it? I got, I'm, I got oh, wait, are you on leaving Las Vegas? Oh, no, that we're past leaving Las Vegas. We've left. We've moved on to the Path Up initiative. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. I'm ready. All right. So this is what we have started, and we are working this in. So we we have quite we have we have a teaser thing coming, and let me just say, in the next couple months, it's going to be a very transformative time for both the school and Casino Quest. So Casino Quest met some really important milestones, uh, thanks to again, thanks to you guys. Even right now, we're we're busy. Uh, who knew people want to actually learn how to play table games? Who would have thunk it? Uh, there's a, certainly enough channels out there, so that's 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 a thing. Uh, but everybody was real nervous when we started, uh, especially us, uh, since I literally sold uh, my condo to pay <laughs> to build out the first uh, casino quest. Of course, we're in a little bigger space now, but uh, and it's worked out, and it's worked out I think for everyone involved. And uh, but the school again, back to the school. So this is the path up initiative. So here's here's what we're asking, and here's what we want to do. We want to expand the labor pool. We want to expand education. We want to let more, as many people know that this is available. The Latin community, 
the Asian community, you know, so, you know, we, we have someone, uh, it's amazing how few, if you go out and you, you're, you're a player, you don't see a lot of Latins. This is a missed opportunity for a lot of Latins that work back of the house, that can come forward to the house. And, and English is easy. There's not a lot of English involved as long as you know the terminology and you can smile and you have a personality and that's it. Uh, but anyway, so uh, we have started this uh, donation and we, we only started this because we were getting donations. We've actually raised quite a bit through you guys, uh, a few of you, and you know who you are. Some of you have left it anonymously. Others have come in and, and given us cash and we've kept track and we've put it up on our site. Uh, and and it, uh, we've had the free haircut day, the black and whites. Uh, we've also managed to, uh, especially sort of the holidays that they uh, lower tuition at our school, keep our tuition low. Uh, and so this is a thing. So our, our thing is to help as many people as possible transition to anything else into a working life and, and becoming a dealer, becoming a well-paid dealer. And, and it's transformative. I have to tell you, it's uh, it, it's not. It, you know, uh, it, you know, it's kind. Of, it, it's hard to explain. It's something. It, it, let me just say, like, there's not a lot of things where for 500 bucks you can start out making 30 thousand dollars a year, and go from literally working a McDonald's job to you know putting on some slacks and a nice shirt and and going in and it starts a whole series. It's it's this whole cascading series of things that happen, uh, where people find stability and find productivity and find a career. And there's not a lot of things you can do within within a month, let's say. Okay, let's say a month, come to the school and boom, now you're into a whole different. And and we have people, we have a student who's a millionaire uh, who came to CEG and just to learn, and be it, because it's on his buckle, he just wants the stories. He, he, he wanted to go uh, work at a strip property, be a strip casino dealer, got tired of Wall Street. And, and that's that's the thing. We have, we have another student recently who's a banker, a big banker. Uh, and same deal. And he offered, even offered his tuition when he left school towards two other students. And uh, we were able to give uh, that money to another student to pay for, for them to learn other games. One of our students uh, only could afford one game, blackjack uh, game, and we were able to keep them enrolled in the school, have them learn two other games so they can graduate and find a job. Uh, and then beyond that, you know, we do have students that come to the school and um, you know, they can't afford to get a haircut or they can't afford the black and whites, uh, the, which are inherent expenses. You know, you, you wanna show up looking as good as possible. You also need black and whites, it gotta be ironed. So we have worked out a deal with a local uh, haircut place who is also a small, uh, a micro business, a new business that uh, does really fantastic work. They just opened up about, well, they, they opened up, I think right after the pandemic or right around the time of the pandemic. And they're wonderful, wonderful people. Um, and, and they do really great work. They're, they're the ones who cut uh, Dennis's hair. That's how, that's how good they are. They transformed Dennis, dude. No, they, they did a great job, by Dennis. the way. Yeah, this, they is, did. this is a great they haircut. So we have a deal with them where um, you know, we pay $20 for every student haircut, and we bring, we bring our students by. Uh, we've done it twice. Uh, we also do the black and whites, so any uh, the students that we feel like are in need and need to you know, have, have issues... Uh, uh, paying for the black and whites themselves because you, you have to audition in black and whites. Even if the casino has something else, have a, have a uniform or some other suit, you still have to do black and whites. Most, most, most break-in jobs, you come with your own uniform. The, the top-tier jobs will have uh, you know, slacks that they iron for you, things like this, and a nice shirt, uh, but uh, we provide that. And then um, we are working on uh, upgrading the school environment in a big way. So I, I have some uh, teasers. Uh, for that. So A, we're working on expanding the space. We're working on a new location. 
We're also working on, there's a lot of people from out of the country that have wanted to come to CEG. A lot of times it comes down to having the EB1 visas or housing. So we might have a solution here in the very near future to have temporary housing associated with uh, our, our school. And, and the only way to do that is uh, to get a little support. And sadly, a lot of the casinos have been slow, uh, are slow moving the needle. However, we've made progress. And we have made a lot of progress. And because of demand, because of where we, where we are, and a little butt, uh, not a little butt, a little foot in, inserted into butt, uh, has given us, has unlocked uh, the juices as they were, as, as it would. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, my, our, our lifelong dream, me and Alex, is to have a free school. When any student that shows up at the school, uh, at least initially, it, it's free. And we can give them a path to a casino and a job. Now, it's not going to work out all the time because there's some people who are flaky as hell. Uh, and, you know, for one other reason, uh, they don't. But that's okay because there's a lot more people behind them uh, that are observing and, and, and want to have a meaningful connection. So there's that. So that's where it is. It's on the path up thing. That's the last cash grab. The next is teasers. Uh, I guess we can go. We're working on a direct mentoring program. We have jobs here at Casino Quest. We have internships, by the way. You come to the school and you sign up on the internship thing. And if I like you and you pay me enough money, I put you here. No, that's not true. Uh, and if, if, uh, if we love you and you have a good personality and you like to teach and interact with people, we're, we're happy to have you. Uh, we've had three people who have interned here who have turned into uh, full-time uh, employees. We have one who interned here a couple weeks and now is a part-time employee. Uh, but yeah, so you know we don't have a ton of jobs, and this is not a casino dealing job per se, but it's a, a casino teaching job. All right, what else we got? That's it. Uh, I, I did have I did have a few. Oh oh wait, uh, teaser. Oh that's the teasers. Oh leaving Las Vegas. Oh that's that's a duplicate slide, dude. Let me get rid of that. Don't show that. Whoa whoa, you got right to the last discount. No, that's because you deleted. Oh, because I deleted the other one. Yeah. There you go, guys. If uh, you want to sign up at cegdealers.com, I'm giving you this coupon code. Uh, when you go to checkout, you get 10% off today. Uh, also, if if you're a vet, you also get. I mean, it. If you come down to school, uh, you you get a you get 10% off all the time. But anyways, this is this is available today if by chance. You could always buy the, the, the course and come anytime. So there you go. Okay, I promise that's the last cash grab, okay? That's the last cash grab we got. I'm gonna get the t shirt, cash grab t shirt. Well um we'll we'll work on that one. But we have a bunch of questions. Okay, now I'm ready. I'm ready. Do I have coffee? Because this is gonna be a minute, no? Alright, I got some coffee. In our last casino quest <laughs> mug. And we actually had to go in the souvenir case. Somebody wanted to buy. We got more souvenirs on the way. Hang tight. Desi says, how much do you pay for classes again? So it's 250 for one class, uh, 400 for two classes, two blackjack roulette or blackjack Bach. It's, uh, if you want the blackjack roulette Bach class, it's uh, 500 bucks. 500 bucks, dude. Can you imagine? $500. Everyone's, do you know that in Southern California, there's a school who we respect? Great work, by the way. The Casino Institute down there. We have, we've had some of your students come to us when you guys were sadly closed that were still getting ready for auditions. And, and just to you know, if you ever happen to be watching this, we've we've heard great things. You know, I, I know that sometimes the reviews can go a little askew because you can't you can't please everybody, of course. And thankfully, most of us don't even read those damn things anymore. But uh, we've heard really wonderful things. Uh, I know you have a really great surveillance class, so that's that's great. 
but uh, yeah, so so 250, 400, 500. We have you can learn all the classes for 850, all the table game classes for 850. Poker is uh, we have poker early registration for poker with already passed is uh, 800. Uh, it's now 850. And those, those seats are going to fill. We have five seats left, and there's been a lot of people interested in calling the school about that because uh, uh, World Series of Poker, we're a direct referring school. So if you go on the World Series of Poker site, you'll see CG listed right on top. And what that means is you if you get certified from our class, you can literally bypass the six-month experience requirement and go right to the World Series of Poker, which, to be honest with you, is, is kind of a low bar because uh, they need so many dealers, like thousands of dealers, that, that uh, as long as you can sling some cards and have some basic knowledge. But, uh, yeah, we're a direct referring school. We have a wonderful class, a wonderful group of teachers. And uh, we've had uh, uh, some really exciting synergy with Misfits Poker and Dave. <clears throat> so there's that. All right, what else you got? Lee Eddie asks, do yes. dealers at casinos that keep their own tokes do better than casinos that share tokes? Uh, no. Uh, so in some cases, that's true. We, we have a woman who went to a casino that kept their own tokes here, and she made 7000 in two days. Uh, so that was, and by the way, she is a special, special human being. Uh, very, a lot of personality, a lot of engagement, and, uh, and rightfully, we knew she was going to make a ton of money because when you see someone like that who's just bubbly all the time and talks forever, you know, like I used to work table for table. Can you imagine? <clears throat> um but uh, uh, the top tier casinos still make more. Uh, I mean, she's not going to make over. Well, maybe she is a hundred thousand. I mean, the top tier casinos, you don't have to say a word. You can dummy up and deal. But typically, it, when you t in order to get to that kind of a level of property, they want you to communicate and talk and have presence. That's part of having presence and personality on a game. Uh, but I would I would say on the average, no. It, it really depends on what you're comparing it to. So I, I know of a kind of a sleeper joint town where you keep your own. And they make more money on average than, let's say, a mid-tier property. You know, so if you can get into that job, that might be, you know, a preference. But if you, you gotta have a personality. I mean, I, I had a guy the other day who has heard about the money these some people are making at this one casino, and I was like, dude, dude, you, you gotta have a personality. And he's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you have no personality. <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna do well there. You, you're really better off going to a casino where you don't need a personality. You can leave it at the door, and uh, that's a thing. You know what I mean? But he's like, I'm so much fun. All right, what do you got? Uh, we have a, we have tons of questions. Actually. Oh, go! I'm ready. Uh, Fire them off. Another one from Alan Toy says, took the online courses, downloaded the manuals, bought the dealer kit, took CG and CQ oh, out God. to Bacchanal dinner, visited CG. And what else do I need to do? What it, yeah, <laughs> I mean, dude, come clean my house. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? No, he's already cleaned the school too, by the way. That poor bastard. Listen, Alan, we owe you, dude. You come down here, and uh, we got a job for you. No, Alan, Alan would definitely pass an audition, 100. And, and and Alan, if you decide to come to Vegas, we can get you a job. Sadly, and where you live, there's only fun night companies. Uh, if you want to work a fun night company, uh, and you want to go out, uh, we got John up there. We got 21 fun night, uh, dude. He he'll t he'll hook your ass up. Are you kidding me? If you want to deal up there. Uh, you live literally you might live next door to John. I mean they might be neighbors. We don't know uh, But he runs 21 fun night. He does a ton of events if you want to get out and deal He's the guy and and he pays nice dude. He takes good care. I mean he's in the business for all the right reasons. We love John Hey, hey John, we gotta we gotta we gotta meet 
uh, yeah, we're going to be going to a few malls here soon, okay? We need your help, dude. We don't have tables. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Uh, let's see. What uh, Caesar Strip Casinos are hiring? I already have a Nevada license and Vegas experience. Well, you should run. To, I mean, first of all, you should go to the Caesars portal. There's quite a few. If I were you, I would try to get into Planet Hollywood is a good one, right? And uh, or, uh, or or Paris Ballets. The thing is about Paris Ballets, Caesars was hiring. I'm not sure what happened to the Caesars Palace. Uh, I know that. So they they ended up short so many dealers. They like closed 30 games. They literally locked up a pit and moved in slot machines. So that was a bit rough. And. The, the truth is, is that some of the casinos that are going through a, a management transition. So if you if you've probably heard here in here in Vegas, Apollo and BT and all these companies, these REITs have come in and there's a, going, a lot of shakeup. And so the thing that sucks about that is that these AR, AR, these HR departments are a little bit disconnected from the table games department. And so sometimes uh, as much as table game department has demand, HR can't fill the demand because HR is getting sort of, you know, ravaged on their own or going through their own transition. And there's there's a lot of catch up that needs to do. I know I know a lot of table game directors that pull out, you know, pull out their hair trying to work with these HR departments. I sent over a dealer to a casino not too long ago and they got an auto reject letter. This happens a lot. And if you if you if you apply uh, and I refer you, just ignore the auto-reject letter because this is what happens. So th this AI that these some of these casinos have, or these HR departments have, and and they've did it, recently done a study where these these types of uh, the, the AI that, that responds to these uh, application portals, they, they're, they're some, so off base in many cases, and they've, they've excluded uh, lots of really good people from, from getting jobs or getting past the gatekeeper, so to speak. And this is what happens. Luckily, we have a back door and we can say, hey, uh, in fact, one, one of the HR things did an outright demand. They said, listen, uh, you're asking for too many days off. You know, our dealers have to work. And, and we're like, dude, I, I literally just talked to the Taylor director who said that the schedule they wanted was perfectly fine. And that's why we did this. I, I you know, they were only able to work three days a week. And I, I, I called the table gun director myself and said, listen, I'm not going to send this dealer down unless you can accommodate because that's silly. What a waste of time. And then, of course, HR got in the middle of it and it created a whole week of drama for nothing. Uh, but this is what happens. But I, I would go I would go through the portal. I would submit your, your resume. Uh, I would go LinkedIn, by the way. Holy crap. I, 340 flipping jobs. Almost everybody uh, that I could see, almost every casino in town is uh, is has some type of opening. A lot of times, though, if you want to get to a top tier, if you're looking to get to Palace, for example, you got to have some high limit, SR, that kind of thing. They even have tiles. That's one of the few places that has tiles. Uh, I don't know if tiles would be all that helpful. We don't, we don't teach tiles. I know we get, we get asked about it a little bit. If we did, we would charge a ridiculous amount of money because it's just such a there's, – there's not a lot of demand for it. The, the few places that have Pygout tiles have, have table game directors that, that know tiles. Like Jimmy, Jimmy at Palace, he's, he's a tile guy. He actually knows tiles, so he's okay because you don't have – who, who are you going to have supervise the game? Nobody can read – who knows how to read tiles? You know what I mean? Right, Next question got? is, John Zimmer, Zimmerman mm -hmm. says, mm -hmm. what casinos did you enjoy working at the most? Uh, I love the Fitz. I had a fantastic crew. I worked graveyard at the Fitz uh, back in the day before, obviously, before it was the D. And, uh, you know, when um, as far as a craps crew, if you got to work with the same crew over and over and over again, and, and they were wonderful people, uh, I learned so much. Everybody on that crew was older than me at the time. One of them I even went to was was the catalyst for me going to Louisiana and getting a job. 
Um, and it was just a fantastic group. There were four of us on that table. Uh, believe it or not, we didn't have a whole lot of action all the time. It was a graveyard shift. It was a great job. It was shift for shift then. And we only had 14 dealers on graveyard at the fit. So it was it was a nice job. Uh, I, I had some I made some really, really good friends there. That, that was one of my favorite. The money wasn't I worked at the Rio when Marnell owned it in the late 90s. And that was the best money I ever made in terms of being a dealer. Um, but uh, th those were those were two of the really you know captivating uh, memories. I made some great friends at the Gold Coast back in the day. As much as I, I hated working at that casino for a while, I did have some. Uh, I you know I had one of the best boxmen at the time. His name was Godfrey, who taught me a lot about being a dealer, upgraded my skill set a bit, helped me level up. He's still at the Gold Coast. Uh, he's just a, he's just a bit cr crankier now than he used to be. Um, so. I mean, for different reasons, I guess. Um, I, I enjoyed my time at the Santa Fe before it was a Santa Fe station. I work, I worked there uh, when uh, be, before it was stationed. Believe it or not, with uh, uh, Sue Loudon was the owner, and uh, again another time when I had a pretty wonderful crew. It was all locals. Uh, I got to know everybody. I had some great players that came in as on a regular basis. Uh, so I would say those are those are my my few real memorable. Uh, properties. When, when I became a supervisor, I have, that was a takeaway for me because I, I really missed being a dealer. Uh, when Bella Baton Rouge opened up, I got to play a role in the training of crap dealers, and th that was pretty cool. And then I transitioned to being a pit manager uh, at the Bella Baton Rouge when it opened. And um, having all of those, that's what made me really love, you know, want to play a role in the school. Uh, you know, having been a training manager and seeing all those crap dealers, especially, uh, that I taught. Uh, and even now, and, you know, going into casinos and, and knowing that I played a role, even if it's a small role in, in helping someone learn dice or, or, or some of the, the students that we have here, it's, it's pretty, I can, I can see why people love being teachers. You know, uh, unfortunately, a lot of teachers don't get paid what they're worth, but I can see why there's a lot of joy in, in that, especially when you have a, have a student who comes back years later and, and they've created, you know, a great life for themselves, that kind of thing. You know, we, we've had... Um, we've had students who are now shift bosses uh, at casinos throughout town. Uh, we have we have one who's on his way. Uh, we have a good friend who is on his way to being uh, much higher than that. Uh, I have friends who you know are you know professors and uh, GMs and things like this. And so that that's been a wonderful journey for me. Uh, you know, evolving in this business with these people, uh, and then watching people like Dennis, you know, uh, transition as a dealer. <laughs> He's not a dealer per se, but he, he can deal. He can deal dice, dude. He can hold his own. He can actually deal dice. It's pretty good. Not even 21. Can't even legally deal dice, but he can deal <laughs> dice. Well, technically, it depends on what state I go to. That's true. There is a state that you can go to, and you can do You want to you wanna get the bus? I, I'll get your bus ticket. Your bus? You probably make more money there, by the way, <laughs> at least right now. You, you know, I'm not, I'm not even lying, dude. I mean, you will, because it's, you know, we can't, six figures a little out of our range. Well, we're moving on to the next question. Yeah. A dark skin promotion says, so if you have four years of experience as a blackjack dealer, should I only take your roulette course? Uh, yeah, you can need more games. Uh, blackjack's not going to help you. You know, interestingly, we, we have people that come from out of state who have managed to work at a casino, which is probably the case for you, with just blackjack and maybe some carnival games. But here in Vegas, you gotta have you got to have a second main game, a third main game, unless you want to go to a lower. So there are actually strip casinos. If you have blackjack and like three carnival games, by carnival I mean like Pie Gal, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, three card, that kind of thing, 
Uh, Flamingo, Harrah's, Bally's, you know, these are places, uh, Center Strip, some of the Center Strip properties that just work on locals, or not locals, a tourist, lots of flipping carnival games. So the more carnival games, the better, and they can keep you rotating all day long because those carnival games get action. Once you get to, once you want to get past that or get into a better tier casino or local property, for example, they just, they just not interested. Even, strangely enough, even some of our breaking jobs, as much demand as they have, they really don't want you to know. You got to have, you got to have two or three main games. So we, we have, we have, we have three casinos right now actively holding job fairs. Like literally, we have sign-in sheets, sign-in for this job fair kind of thing at our school. And one of them is so is desperate for dealers, but they they absolutely insist that you know three main games. So blackjack, roulette, craps, or blackjack, bock, craps. Always craps. A lot of a lot of them is and craps. And that's because if if you get there and you just know blackjack, they can't do much with you. They can't put you in rotation. And it's it's a it's a it's a table for table job. This one this one casino happens to be table for table. And sadly, if you're just always in blackjack, you're raking in all the tokes. You got to spend some time in craps where they're getting less. You know, it's harder to make tokes on a crap table until you get to like, you know, a little better. You level up a little bit. Uh, and ideally, if you're working a table job, you're going to want to get some of that high limit baccarat action. You're going to want to get into those that other types of tables. And realistically, some of those carnival games, those people that play carnival games, you know, they're crazy enough to play the carnival games and all the side bets. Guess what other side bet they're crazy, you know, that they'll bet is for you. I shouldn't say that crazy. If you're out there and you're a player, bet for the damn dealers, will you? Thank you very much. There you go. That was my that was my public service announcement. How do you like that, buddy? Well, John Buying asks, mm -hmm. can you do and play at the same casino? Uh, no. Uh, typically, you can't play table games at the same casino. Absolutely not. There are casinos that you can actually play on the slots. Uh, I went to work not too long ago at a casino where I had a favorite Kino machine and I made sure to clarify, listen, when I take my apron over and off, I'm going to be sitting on this machine over here. Is that going to be allowed? Because if it's not allowed, I don't want to work here because that's literally the machine that I love. And it was fine. So a lot of local places, a lot of strip places, they don't care. Uh, you know, they would rather you leave the property. Uh, and, you know, in many cases, it's probably a stupid idea. First of all, if you're a drunk, uh, don't don't play at the casino that you're at because ultimately one of these days you're going to go a little too far and make a fool of yourself. And if you're a stiff, if you're a stiff, if you don't tip dealers and you're a dealer and you get off and go play in slots and you don't tip dealers, oh my God. Uh, I don't even believe that's a thing, but it is. I actually watched a dealer at the Fitz one time uh, hit $2 Royal Flushes in a row and tip $0.00. <laughs> Uh, let's just say not the favorite person uh, after that, you know, but uh, typically no casinos do have different rules on that uh, I'm, I'm mostly I'm mostly familiar with this market uh, When I worked in Louisiana, it was absolutely not you were not allowed as soon as your shift was off You had to leave the boat and then you can go to Casino Rouge uh, when I worked at Bella Baton Rouge at Casino Rouge You go over there and play Okay, next question is mm -hmm. What uh, L BPG asks, when are you guys coming to Dubai? Casinos are opening up here. Dubai? God, I love I, it. Dude, they're becoming like a tourist mecca. Uh, I probably should. Uh, they're becoming like, they're building all the biggest stuff. I was watching a video yesterday about somebody standing on the top of some damn tower. Holy crap. They got everything there. They got snow. Oh, really? In Dubai, dude. They got, they, they, you can ski in Dubai. You can do everything there, dude. Yeah, I would love, I would love to go, to be honest with you. I really would. There's no plans as of visit. right now, though. No, I mean, we, we wouldn't even know how to get there, dude. I don't even, I mean, I know where it is on the map. 
but but I'm I'm so impressed at that how fast a lot of these areas are just building up. I mean, it's amazing. They have some of the like the nicest malls. Have you seen some of the malls, dude? Ugh. Don't they have like the tallest building or dude, something? Dude, they have. I think they have the biggest. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> anyways. Up, literally, no, seriously. I just I gotta be able to afford a trip to get the hell out there. <laughs> uh, Next question is go. by Alan Toy. Yes. Do casinos pay for COVID sick? Uh, sorry, I, I read that wrong. For the do, test? No, do casinos pay for uh, COVID sick pay? Yeah, no, uh, man, dude, tough question, Alan. Thanks a lot, buddy. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm gonna avoid this question. Let me just say, uh, casinos. If you want to be a new hire at most casinos nowadays, you have to be vaccinated. That's the thing. If you're already working at a casino, you haven't gotten vaccinated. So. Whatever side you're on in the equation, it doesn't really matter. If you're not vaccinated, they're just being like, eh, we're not going to do it. Uh, as far as paying for COVID, like if you're sick, uh, if you have sick pay available to you, yes. If you're just out with COVID, I, I believe the answer has been no uh, for most of them. It depends on where you're out of the casino, but I, you know, I, I really don't have all that information. I know it. I know that's been a thing you know, because people have been like, hey, COVID forced me out. You guys wouldn't let me come back to work. Um, so uh yeah i don't i don't really that's i'm out <laughs> i'm out dave lee says gonna, yeah do you know if a va benefits can be used for the school uh god that's the thing so we're are so we're state certified but we don't have a regional accreditation and so as much as i would love 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 we i would love to accept veteran benefits clearly because i think that a there there is a school here in town that that hates us and put up a big ass billboard right in front of our school, which hasn't really impacted us because people see that billboard and think it's us and they turn in. <laughs> they say, I saw your billboard. I came in. It's not our billboard. It's some other other school. They talk about a free school and they will max out your veterans uh, a benefit. And uh, yeah, and I've seen it and uh, I could talk about it plainly. Uh, and so they charge a lot more than us. Ten thousand dollars for ten thousand four hundred, whatever the hell it is. Uh, let me just tell you my experience uh, as as a vet myself. Uh, so I went to a school that utilized my vet, maxed my vet, vet benefits out, gave me $140 a week on top of uh, the school entry, and ultimately I you know I I got a terrible terrible education. And so uh, what we would do, believe it or not, is uh, we wouldn't max out the benefit. We'd give you as much of that money, and we would still keep the same damn prices. We're not going to raise our prices just because the government is going to. You know, just because we can and the government's willing to offer, you know, it's just, I, I never understand it. It is what it is. Our price, listen, if our prices go up, they go up for a reason because we're paying our, our, our teachers more. Or we got more rent to pay or more bills to pay. I, I never understand why just because you can, you know, milk it. The, you, you charge $10,400 on student loans because you can because the government is willing to finance that. That doesn't mean you're going to get a better job or have better uh, training because you, you're, you're not. You're, you're just not. So if you think going to what they call a free school right now is going to pay off, it's not the same thing. You know, we, we recently uh, went to Mesquite and we interacted with a dealer of ours who was literally behind another dealer who went to this other school. That guy still owed 5500 Our dealer was out 250 uh, total, $250. They were at the same casino dealing, the same benefits. So there's that. But yes, uh, so here's what I can tell you. We give you 10% off. Uh, I can usually get you a better job out the gate, and uh, you know we love you for visiting. But we are, 
we're hoping in the next couple months to have an uh, have an announcement or more actually info it takes time to get these things done but we're trying to work with a higher education platform to roll us into their certificate program so that veterans and people that are from out of state out of country can come and 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 then they can go through the student loan process and again not to max out student loans, but to maybe there probably be a premium because there's more people involved that have to be paid to accommodate this kind of uh, process. But but that's really the goal because we know there's a lot of people out there that can't that just that just don't have the resource. They can't move here. They they need to exercise you know one of these benefits. So we're working on that like you have no idea, uh, and and we may have some news here soon. Go. D. Anthony mm -hmm. asks. Yes. How much do the tips? How do the tips work? How much does a dealer make on an av uh, average annually? So here in Vegas, the annual so it is basically local dealers and strip dealers. So strip dealers make about fifty thousand dollars a year, uh, and that's the median. Okay, uh, value wide dealers make in the thirty ish plus. So a lot of these break in jobs, you might end up making as little as twenty four thousand dollars a year, something along this. But if you end up at a little, there's a, there's a few breaking jobs, or quite a few actually, or quite a few valley jobs that, that aren't so bad. Uh, they don't necessarily get the most action, but their tips go fairly well, so they'll make over $100 a day or $150 a day in tips, and you make anywhere from $30,000, uh, $30, $34,000 a year. Um, on the strip, um, that 50000 is pretty solid. Uh, it's actually more like 54000 because there's quite a few casinos that make sixty north of 60000 so you have, uh, just off the top, you have Aria, Bellagio, MGM, uh, and Cosmo this year all broke 100. And then you have, you know, Venetian Palazzo, you have the Mirage, you have, uh, I mean, quite Planet Hollywood, all these casinos that do very well. They're way north of 50. Uh, and then, you know, filling in Flamingo, Harris, all these jobs are fairly good jobs. And during the pandemic, by the way, people have been really generous. And, and tokes have generally gone up. Uh, unless unless you're no longer a dealer and they got rid of the casino pit, the table game pit, like you know Casino Royale did. Uh, but for the most part, um, and tips are distributed on a, a daily basis, so 24-hour split, most casinos. Some casinos still are shift for shift, and some casinos do a seven-day rolling average. So that way it doesn't matter what days off you have. So for example, if you happen to be a dealer, you may want um, you may want to work the weekends, but not necessarily. So if on the weekends the casino spreads a lot of games and you have more dealers and more mouths to feed, basically, you might make less than someone who's there on Tuesdays and Wednesdays or midweek. I mean, I've heard of um, a casino uh, who you know Tuesdays is their big score because they have the least amount of dealers, and and those are the days that some of the high rollers come in because it's less busy, they have less crowds to deal with. So, you know, there's always this thing. When I worked at the Fitz, it was always a $100 bill. Almost every day, I worked on Graveyard, only 14 dealers. We had this one fantastic woman who would come in on almost damn near a daily basis, and, and she was, for all intents and purposes, our whale. Uh, and a whale is someone who, who tokes a lot. Uh, and a whale is, can also be referred to someone who plays, you know, a whale as a player, but she was our whale in terms of toke. Uh, she was a George. She was a King Kong George. How about that? And a George is someone who tokes a lot. And uh, when she came in, it, we were guaranteed to make at least 50 bucks. She was the first $50 in everybody's envelope. That's how, that's how much money she gave us. And then from there, everything was a bonus. So it was a great, it was, it was basically a sleeper job. Uh, for a minute, I worked at the IP, Imperial Palace. It was table for table. Some days you'd make really great money. Other days you didn't do so well. 
Um, but you know, table for table jobs don't really exist much anymore. They do have a keep your own uh, jobs. There's a few casinos that still let you keep your own, and and they rotate the dealers. So what they do is like. Craps is a tough game to generate tokes on for the most part, especially if you're a lower tier uh, property or, or your, your action is kind of skewed one way, right? So, so what they do is they let these dealers get around the pit. So you spend like 20 or 30 minutes on, on a blackjack game, then you move to dice, then you move to Baccarat. So it gives you better opportunities to make money. Uh, blackjack is the number one game for yielding uh, tokes typically at a casino or consistent tokes. If you're able to make work blackjack, uh, all day long, uh, that's that's the great, uh, the best way to, to generate tokes for yourself. Just literally sit. Baccarat is kind of hit or miss. A lot of a lot of Baccarat players just don't toke, uh, but some of them toke a lot, especially if they go they go they get a streak and they start playing a lot. Uh, that could be a high yield game. Some of the best jobs in town have been in Baccarat. Caesar's Palace, Palace Court, High Limit Bach, uh was considered one of the best jobs, if not the best job in town for many years. Desert Inn. Baccarat room was the same uh, and you know some of these uh, I'm sure the MGM mansion when that was first out, I'm not sure how they split their tips uh, but uh, but this is uh, but this is how it goes all right what else you got that's me says what is the worst slash hardest game to deal and learn I see dealers changing tables and the next game is completely different how do you guys not get confused changing tables um, I mean, you get used to it. It's like anything else. It, it becomes second nature. I always recommend that dealers get into a rotation. Go to a casino that has a rubber band where they rotate you literally through the game so you can stay practiced and stay challenged. Not, not to mention the fact that it can, it can get a little tedious. If you're just dealing blackjack all day, I would literally not be in this job. If I was stuck on a blackjack uh, table from day one, I, I would not be here today. I'll be honest with you. It's just not my cup of tea. Uh, there's a lot of people who will who will... Uh, try to veer themselves over to either roulette or craps. Craps are sort of the more engaging, dynamic games. Baccarat 2 can be a little tedious, although I know some people who love sitting on, especially MIDI games, because there's some drama and the way people interact with the cards and stuff like this. I don't understand why they say there's drama, but hey, you know, different drama for different people. The, the, the most difficult games to deal in a casino environment are without a doubt craps, especially high limit craps. So high limit craps, is a whole different beast than, and, and any dice dealer that's out there dealing $10, $25 games, that's not a big deal. But once you get to $100, $5 games consistently, and you have a full side of guys, you know, you know, making bets that you're unfamiliar with and, and units that you're unfamiliar with, 270 on the six and eight, quick, quick, okay, what does it pay? Uh, what's the place bet pay? How much does it pay behind? You know, you get to, you get to games where there's a lot of entitlement. SR is the same way. So once you get to uh, a place like that where you have $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 buy-ins, and then you have completely active engagement on the table. They're not just putting one bet down or two bets down. They're expecting you uh, to not only deal at their level, uh, but, but to respond to wh whatever entitlement they think they have in the game. That, that's often the bigger problem. Uh, I, have, I have betters on crap tables uh, I call chunkers, You know, people with more money than cents they, they just literally collect piles of chips in their rack and they start tossing it down in the game and they want this bet, that bet, that, you know, the whole thing. And when I was a crap dealer, I would often tap other dealers out when they got this type of action. Not because I was a better dealer necessarily, uh, but because the way I break down bets and colors and units makes it very easy for me, uh, you know, to, to, to paint a picture. And, and to break it down so that not only not only can I read it, but also you know my supervisors can read it. And I I was always good at locking down a lot of this entitlement because I could care less 
who you are, what kind of money you have. I, I just want to be there to deal your action and, and to have a, a productive uh, 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 you know, time. Uh, so I, I've had a lot of high profile players, uh, you know, quite a few over the years who, um, you know, who, who ultimately came to me and, uh, you know, we had mutual respect for each other. I'm trying to do you a service. You do me a service and, and not be such a dick. There you go. All right. What else you got? Doka Doka gave us a $5 super chat. Says, Thank you. Cheers from Kansas. I love Kansas, dude. I lived in Garden City for a minute. I've lived everywhere, dude. Garden City, Wichita. Uh, I didn't know that, uh. The cows let out that kind of smell on such a, on such a wide range. You moved to Garden City because I lived in the cities. I actually lived in Newark and thought Newark smelled uh, like manure. And uh, it turns out that no, no, Garden City had that uh, had that squared away. They had the Montfort meatpacking plant there, and uh, the entire city just smelled like manure all day long. <laughs> Alan Torias is all the way part of your uh, crafts master class. Uh, which one? Is all the way up part of your crafts masterclass? Is uh, is that the super uh, duper? Uh, hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, because I, I know I gave it some names, so I would remember, and now I don't remember. Uh, let me, let me, let me see. It could be. Is it, is it the expensive one? There's only one that includes my dice masterclass. No, no, he's just asking if all the way up is part of your. Oh, hundred percent. Dealing with Alan toys <laughs> in the universe is absolutely a part of my class, because that's. By the way, I mean. Even though it's all the way up, there's a lot of dealers that don't encounter at Allen Toy at any, you know, early on, because uh, you got to have a lot of money, you know, to to literally let go and go all in all the time is is more likely someone who just doesn't have any constraints, uh, financial constraints. And and I've I've had I've had a lot of I I used to have a guy that I dealt to that would get he he would start out in a quarter hundred dollar games and never take a bet until table limit at five thousand dollars literally a five thousand dollar table and not take a bet and he would go all the way up like an allen toy would and uh, he would throw the dollars on there so if something paid god forbid it paid in dollars uh the worst one was the four and tens because sometimes the juice breaks down you know where dollars basically you know because he would go like 800 across 1600 across this kind of thing and um you know sometimes uh you got you break down some dollars on the phone and he would use all of it to press it all the way up and I, I would have some ungodly amount of money on there uh which you would you remind me of him alan i must say uh you do you do remind me uh he was a bit larger than you though he was <laughs> but uh but yeah so no uh 100 so dice master is all about presence breaking things down you got to get away from the numbers so as a dealer if your deal is out there and you're still dealing with the numbers and your fingers and your toes uh the the, the there's colors and units and so when we teach you at our school uh we focus on getting you away from the numbers because once you've been a dealer for so many years and uh, you know you you there uh who's out there as a blackjack deal for four years know exactly what i'm talking about you stop seeing the amount it's not the amount it's this this picture looks like this picture and, and we try to push dealers in that direction early on because we know that that's where you transform. That's where you, you start getting presence on the game. That's where you start. You can't deal high limit in numbers. You have to deal colors and units because if, if you have a bet that's like $7,437 and you're trying to work out commission or blackjack payout, whatever the case is, you're going to be there a while because that's just not how it's going to work. But if you're working colors and units and you know that scale of colors and units, uh, you can do it. You just push out. This is the picture. This is what it's supposed to look like. All right, go ahead. What Next do you question got? is, does CG work with Arizona Tribal Casinos? Uh, no. So uh, we we did. We, we had a floor supervisor that was down that was a good friend of ours, but uh, that has since no longer been the case. 
And uh, quite honestly, before Casino Quest, one of the things we really, I had talked to somebody who is a tribal, one of the tribal, or was on the council. Uh, he had come out to G2E. We had a really great conversation about trying to provide some instruction for crap dealers, especially. And uh, ultimately, uh, it, you know, this didn't materialize. We ended up getting busy, busy with Casino Quest, the pandemic happened, and so a lot of those things were sidetracked. We would love to work. We have quite a few dealers who have, have asked us about moving to Arizona. Uh, Phoenix has become a popular destination for people from Vegas. And so uh, if, if you happen to work for one of those casinos, we'd be, we'd be love to work for you. We'd love to help uh, develop, uh, you know, a cra especially for craps dealers. Uh, one of the things we would like to do uh, uh, is, is really develop a crap, uh, craps dealer, a crap, I, I could have just ended it with crap, you know what I mean? Uh, a craps dealer uh, development program. Because, I mean, that's the biggest need everywhere, biggest need. And, and we would love to develop a, a, a program that really puts people on that path to learning craps, mastering craps, and, and finding a career that really is a lot of money. A lot of money out there, crap dealers. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I have been offered a ton of money. Uh, risky, Alex. Alex, buddy, uh, I, I, might, I might need to uh, take a road trip here in a minute. No, I would never leave Alex, uh, but uh, yeah, crap dealers are high in demand. All right, what else do we got? We gotta give away this, uh, this deck of cards, buddy. We, we have we're supposed five to get questions. We how many likes do we have? Just curious. Not because we need the likes. I'm just curious how many likes we have. 151. Oh, that's not bad. 151. How many people do we have watching? We have uh, 206. 206 and only 151 likes? Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> Anyways, next question. Go. John Zimmerman says, when a casino does a trial run for a new carnival game, are dealers asked to volunteer or forced to work that? Yeah, so uh, typically they'll 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 have their mind set on who's going to deal that game. Uh, I've I've went I've worked for a few casinos. We brought in a you know we've done the thirty day or ninety day depending upon what your jurisdiction allows. Uh, that's the free casino floor. So so what casinos do? One casino is notorious for it. Uh, I won't I won't say who it is because I love this casino. Uh, but they're like yeah yeah they're they're they love they're like yeah bring your game in once once it gets cert once it's certified right once it has the mass certified and everything else and it gets its initial paperwork done, they they say yeah ninety days sure come on bring it in and uh, they'll basically send a dealer but they usually have a dealer in mind that they are are confident can deal the game. Uh, and, and, and this casino, after every one of these trial periods, has never actually added the game to the floor. <laughs> I, I recently had a guy who developed a game, and he's like, oh, yeah, I got my game into this casino. And I'm like, oh, crap, it's this casino. And, you know, I'm like, dude, I didn't even I didn't tell him I don't want to break his heart because I know people love developing table games. They put a lot of money into it and they get their hopes up. But realistically, not a lot of new games end up end up on the floor permanently. But casinos love putting them on there for free because, you know, it's free. And, uh, and, and I mean, it's just a cost of labor. And for casinos, the cost of labor is low. And then they could use the table, especially if it's got a, you know, if it's got some social media behind it, got a little bit of engagement, they can kind of push it out there. It gives people a reason, you know, to come, hey, come experience this brand new game that we're never going to actually add to the casino floor. You know, get excited like we are for this 30-day trial. Uh, but... But uh, yeah, it's it's usually on a volunteer basis, uh, and and the casinos in my in my um, you know in my history have always sort of kept certain people. Uh, in fact, if, if you notice, like if you're at a casino that has a large carnival pit or certain games, you'll see a lot of the same people dealing those games, uh, especially the personalities, sort of the bubbly people. 
because a lot of times those those casinos need that kind of engagement, and that's what keeps them coming. I mean, the theoreticals or the wins on those casinos, you know, is is high, and casinos love a lot of these games. Uh, you know, blackjack. Uh, if if you play really good strategy, unlike David, uh, blackjack could can go fairly well in a player's way. But many of these carnival games, just not that right. Uh, so the casino's edge is higher. And uh, they, they love for people to be distracted just long enough to leave a good deposit kind of thing. So if I'm a casino manager, I'm putting all my bubbly people uh, into these carnival games, get everybody excited and hyped up, and uh, watch them, you know, add to my bottom line. <laughs> all right. What else you got? Uh, well, I have a super chat from Derek. Oh, was it Derek? Which Derek? Our Derek? Our Derek. Oh, how you doing? Welcome back to the channel, buddy. $5 super chat says, Thanks, sir. is that a gray hair I see, David? See you on oh the first one. <laughs> what a little bastard, dude. Swear to God. I still I still tell people, don't derrick yourself. Leave yourself a dollar. Don't derrick yourself. We don't want to get to zero. Anyways, he says, see you on the first uh, week of April. Yes. Oh. It will be bigger than Memorial Day meetup. Oh, I think so. We're going to have rooms. Uh, so if, you're our, if you are waiting, it's okay to wait. I hate the fact that you've had to wait. And I hate that Snapper already probably got his room. He did. He did, by the he way. He did, I know. But uh, we're gonna have room, not for free, uh, not for free, but discounted. And and if you're looking for a room uh, and a special rate, you could always email us for that weekend if you're still coming in, and either we'll help you get a rate. Because what we can do is we can we have a casino here in town. If you're willing to, if you're coming, if you're driving in, we have a casino that's willing to waive the resort fee and give you a flat rate fee for the room. It's actually really cheap. Uh, because, you know, the resort fee. Who the hell wants to pay the resort fee? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're, like, watching anime after gambling, like, you know, Dennis will probably be. Nobody needs internet either. You know what I mean? Like, we all have well, phones. Well, look, I'm going to bring my own uh, hotspot. I know. We have this great hotspot, by the way. Holy this crap. True, Ever since way. we switched to Verizon, all of, our, all, of our, all of our other crap has sort of gone away. But we do have some rooms. We have a special room raid, and uh, we're going to have the event. where We're picking from one of three casinos. Of which none of them are probably the one that Snapper is going to, sadly. <laughs> Snapper, where'd you end up, buddy? The day's in? Like, what's going on? What, where does, where's the, what, uh, he's either at Aria. He's going to be in the Sky Suites. They're picking his ass up. No, Snapper's big, dude. Tennessee might be just setting him down here as their as their guy, dude. As their guy. He's their, he's their guy. He's going he's gonna to have, like, you know. Snapper, you're the designated shooter. Just so is he know. out there? God, he sent me... Uh, he sent me something recently. He's like, yeah, he's like, I thought you might have missed this one. It was like a it, it was like a journal from like the 80s for like Sahara. And I was like, you little bastard. Hey, we, we still have his stuff on the wall. Oh, no, we took it down the wall. Sorry, the cleaning lady took off with it, buddy. Well, a Sorry. couple things. Snapper, you will be the designated shooter, just so you know. No, we love But the Snapper. other thing yep. is he says, I'm all bricked up for that weekend. Oh, who's this, Derek? Snapper. Oh, Snapper. Oh, good for you, buddy, because I was about to get nauseous. But if it's Snapper, we're good. We're good, Snapper. Glad you're still there, buddy. Glad you can make it with us. <laughs> we're going to love you guys. I, I can't wait. I mean, I literally can't wait. You have no idea. We we really think we're going to fill up a pit. This is going to be a transformative moment. Uh, this is going to be a ball-dropping moment for some people. I'm just saying. I'm going to put that out there because that's what it's going to be. Uh, for those of you who are sitting back on a watch, well, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a ball-dropping moment. That's going to be the adjective. That's going to be the expression we're going to use, dude. That might be on the flyer. We might put that in the flyer. We might put a picture of you in the flyer, ball dropping moment, done. Next question is, one yep. with the stone says, mm -hmm. how do we start talking about opening a CG slash CQ in Arizona? Oh, God, I love you people. 
I mean, you know, um, I mean, you, you know, it's interesting. We, we have, we have wanted to host a casino, uh, me and me and Alex and, um, you know, what we want are low tables. Everybody that comes in there and says, Hey David, why are these tables? Why do I, why do I walk into a casino? I see all these dead tables and they're 15, 25 limit. No one's playing. Because they're hoping that one poor bastard comes up with short money and leaves enough to make the table happy. Meanwhile, the dealer's got no action, no tokes. He's talking about opening a CGC, uh, CQ over there. Oh, yeah, 100%. I would love it. Oh, just CGCQ, not a casino? Just a dealer school? Dealer school. Yeah, or we, a wanted to open a, we wanted to open a dealer school in Arizona. We would be open to it. If you, if you have a location for us in mind, we, we might actually consider it. We are working on a new location now, uh, bigger and better. Uh, here in Vegas, maybe two locations actually. And uh, we would 100%, Arizona is the other market that we would love to go into because we it's underserved right now. There There is a dealer school out there who I actually stopped in there one time. I think they, they do bartending as well. Uh, I have I have no opinion because I really don't know what it's like. Um, and I know that some of the casinos have their own sort of school in-house, but I'm sure they would be happy to have us down there. Uh, I, lo I love the area, by the way, I really do. It gets a little hot. It gets a little hot down there, but uh, but I love I love the area. I love the people. I I'd really love for us to have a CEG down there and a CQ in Scottsdale. We could probably charge like a hundred dollars an hour, dude, in Scottsdale, dude. <laughs> that's probably like true. literally. That's uh, some rich people down there, dude. Yeah. Well, I have a couple more questions. Hundred percent. What do you got? Uh, we have this one right here, which is actually a fantastic. Uh, well, actually, let me read let me read the funny one first. Right. David N says, "Can Alan bet with pennies on your table?" Alan can suck it with his pennies, dude. He can literally take all that copper, eat it, and uh, extricate it later, okay? Oh, my God. Uh, and you know what's funny is that Alan, Alan collects his pennies. He would not let those pennies go to waste, okay? So whatever end they're coming out, he's going to be collecting. This is a fantastic question, by the uh, way. What do you got? Scott says, David, what is the cost of living in Vegas? What is the difference between the cost of living and income? Yeah, that's, that's always been a thing. So I, I hear the truth is the cost of living has gone up used to be uh, we had cheap rent and cheap food. Uh, and uh, the only thing that was a little bit skewed over here was the gasoline because sadly we get a lot of our gasoline from California, which requires lots of, you know, lots of other stuff to go with the gasoline. So our gasoline ends up being going up in price. But that has changed a little bit. Uh, we've had an influx of people from California who, who have like, and I mean a lot of people. I'm not blaming you people from California, but can I, can I shame them? Can I shame can them? I shame them? <laughs> no. Uh, so, so because of housing has been so cheap, if you come from California and you sell your thousand square foot apartment for a million dollars, you know, you could buy damn near, you know, Shaq's place for a million dollars, you know? Uh, so we, we've had an influx of people from a lot of places take advantage of a cheap, uh, our cheap real estate market. And, uh, everything has gone up, uh, the cost of meat, you know, just like it has really everywhere. Inflation has, has played a role. I, I, w I will say we have no personal income tax, so that that's good. And and um, we we have none of we have we don't have a lot of the the nonsense taxes that go on top of everything else that a lot of other places experience. Other than like our cigarettes now, those of you who live in New York, if you're a smoker and you live in New York City, you're gonna save like four dollars a pack when you come here. That'll save you a couple bit. But uh, we have some of the lowest energy costs in the country, which is nice. Uh, but uh, you know, on the flip side, we have some of the highest insurance rates. Because we have so many people from so many places moving here, and so our streets are a bit tangled up. <laughs> um, one guy's waving, the other guy's crashing. You know, there's not much you can do. 
Uh, it's one of those things, you know. I I I, I missed that in Kansas. So all right. So back to the answer. Uh, let me just say, Kansas man, I love Kansas. I, I love. I moved to Kansas. Everybody started waving at me. At first, I thought they were flipping me off because I expected that. And then I realized, holy crap! These, everybody waves at you when they pass you. Everybody literally waves at you. You don't get that in Vegas. Like you don't get that in these kinds of cities. But when you go to Ve when you go to Kansas, dude. Oh God, the nicest people, dude. Um, but yeah, the cost of living has definitely gone up. But it's still it's still lower than a lot of urban, you know, overly gentrified uh, locales. So if if you're coming from let's say Southern California or Northern California, Oakland area, L.A. area, New York. Uh, I mean, even like Scottsdale, for example, it's probably still cheaper to, to move to Vegas overall. Uh, and, and the wages are are actually moving up. There's, so this Amazon has sort of made a play. We have Tesla in Reno, who has uh, the Gigafactory is open there. The, the average wage there is like $21 an hour. Start, I, I know friends who have moved up there. Uh, but of course, you know, with the wages came higher cost of living, more co competition for real estate. Uh, it, it's kind of a mixed bag, I'll be honest with you. You can still find pretty inexpensive housing options here if you look hard enough and you're willing to rent. Uh, you know, we, we advise people to go on to what, apartments.com or rental or yeah, roommates.com. Roommates roommates so we've had some people found apartments for 500, 600 a month, uh, you know, kind of a shared thing. Uh, or, or you just get a really great fan that buys you a condo, right, Dennis? I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> You get a you get a great fan who's like you know what, I got this extra money sitting around, and uh, we need a renter and uh, yeah free condo. It's not a free condo by the way. He has to pay rent. Uh, but uh, what a great deal that worked out, huh? Fantastic place by the way. It is a fantastic place. I mean, dude, some amazing. Uh, we there's no doubt we have some of the most amazing fans on the planet, man. Absolutely amazing, amazing fans on the planet. We, we would have been, <clears throat> we say this a lot, but <clears throat> we, we we're often reminded, CG Dealer School, during the pandemic, before, when the pandemic first hit, we were basically out of business. We had a refund. A lot of people showed up before we closed, right as we opened. We refunded everybody. Not every, some schools tuck and ran. They, they took the money and bailed, never to be heard from again, to make a dealer. Let's make a dealer. How about you? Because we have some of your students at our school. You took all their money and you bailed. And these students still had to graduate. Uh, but we didn't. <clears throat> and we, we basically had zero funds left. And when me and Alex went to the school, uh, we put up the blinds. We were closed. Uh, I got fat as hell for about two weeks. I ate everything I could. Uh, I didn't stop eating for literally two weeks. I went straight for the, uh, uh, the fast track uh, diabetes uh, path. You know what I mean? And um, you guys, <clears throat> Alan Toy, Derek, uh, I mean, I, there's too many to name. Snapper, I mean, there's so many people. The, the The trucker, I mean, you, you guys paid our rent. Like, I, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, we, we were so bored at home. So once we got done eating, we, we show up at the school and we're like, well, what are we going to do? So I'm like, well, let's deal some dice. And we were trying to figure it out. How do we get the dice? And we, we use Post-it notes. We use Post-it notes. To like, okay, this is, you know, Alan and whomever, Derek and all you guys. And while we're dealing the game, you guys you guys paid us. You, you guys literally contributed money and uh, paid our rent. And, and, and not just paid our rent, like uh, our, finally our, our rent, our, 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 our landlord worked out a deal with us. We, we literally have one more late payment 
uh, you know, not late, but you know, they worked out a deal to, to forward our rent and we have one more of those left and then we're, we're ca all caught up, thank you. Uh, uh, but anyways, we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't even exist. We would be, there would be no CEG dealer school. We wouldn't have been able to reopen. Uh, there'd probably be no Casino Quest because that, I mean, we still had that, but we were out of business three months later. <laughs> Casino Quest, they, we had to close three months. Uh, we made a grand total of uh, $3,000. That was it for three, at, a, at, a, at a Class A mall, by the way. So, you know, we're in Fashion Show Mall on the Las Vegas Strip. It's not cheap. Uh, we would have been out of business if it literally wasn't for all of you guys. Uh, on one month, you guys, you guys uh, tipped us uh, th like over $3,000. Uh, and kept us alive, and uh, we wouldn't be here without you. I mean, that's a fact. Anyways, moving on. Go. What else you got? Uh, I have a super chat from Derek. It says, Derek, well, first off, he gave us five bucks and said, mm -hmm. will David jump off the strap for Dennis's birthday? Holy crap. You guys and the flipping uh, No. The answer is no. Will Derek jump off the strap? Probably. Derek's supposed to take me to Jasmine. Those two things haven't happened yet. <laughs> I am deathly afraid of heights. Just so, I can't even go to the edge. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would probably... I didn't used to be afraid of heights. Something happened to me at some point in my life. I, I'm not exactly sure what happened to me. Uh, I became deathly afraid of heights. And so uh, jumping off the top of the strat would be uh, rough. I would much rather hang out in a sock at EDC. Uh, and uh, I don't look good in the sock, just so we're clear. <laughs> Sock does not does not fit my uh my my body's mode modality right now. Okay, this is a non-sock body. Anyways, next question is uh, David. If yes. I book you for a crap session, yes. is it a hundred dollars per person or is it the price plus twenty dollars uh, bucks per person? So it's a uh, so here's the thing. I'm not cheap anymore. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I used to be really cheap. Uh, a lot of back alleys with my number on it. <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, it's $100 and then just plus 50 per person after that. I think a max of four people total. One plus three extra. And uh, it's money well spent. I, I basically just uh, I feed in, adapt to your specific needs, whether you're new, whether you're working on strategy. We had a group the other day who uh, it was three people. And... Um, one of them was brand new. I bring them up to speed fairly quickly. Then we start working on strategies and evolving opportunity. And we talk about, you know, I know there's a lot of systems you guys have been following and I follow up with you about it. Uh, but, uh, but yes, so, um, you know, I do a lot of work on both businesses. So to kind of lock me down, uh, you know, it kind of is what it is. Same thing with Alex, you know, Alex time where we film a lot. Here I am at the school doing this podcast. I mean, it's a lot. So uh, I just, I appreciate all your support. But yeah, it's $100 uh, for the first person, $50 for every person after that. And if you do have more than one person, you have to book it with Dennis. Dennis will hook you up. You just call us or email us through Wix, through our Wix site or whatever the hell that portal. CasinoQuest.biz, which happens to be Wix right now, which are probably moving. But, uh, and then he'll, he'll take care of it for you. Well, the next question is, on the nose asks, how did you meet Alex? I went back to the school to refresh. I wanted to be a dealer. I had retired. I sold a business some years ago. Uh, I was a business planner, and uh, I I was uh, I was a Microsoft certified systems admin, MCSA, and I was a DBA as well. So, uh, but I got bored of talking to myself. Uh, you know, working remotely from home. I wanted to go back to uh, gaming business, and so 
uh, I actually accidentally ended up at Alex's school. I, I was originally was supposed to go to a different school. Uh, I ended up in Alex's school. And um, after knowing the man for two months, uh, I was in love. It was a man love. And uh, I really did. Uh, so really what happened was um, he referred me to a job that I loved. Uh, I, I ended up working for someone who I, who I had known back in the day. And I just wanted to deal a couple of days a week. Uh, on a dice game and that was it and it, it, I actually it was ended up being a break-in job but I, I didn't need it for the money I just wanted to deal and and be a crap dealer again uh, and I, I come into the school one day and I'm just refreshing on a game and there's Alex ironing some dude's shirt some guy's shirt some random person's shirt because this person was supposed to have an audition and that you know they came in with a shirt that was just wrinkled Alan I mean Alan uh, and uh, Alex literally went out, bought a, bought an iron, an ironing board, started ironing this guy's shirt. And I was like, I just, I had never seen that level of just genuine uh, support. I knew that the, the dealer school that he had at the time wasn't doing very well financially. If anything, it was breaking even. You can sort of look around the room and, and, and go, you know, at, at he was charging something like $300 at one point for two games, maybe three games. It was, it was very cheap. And it was a really small space. It was about 600, 800 square feet, something like this, very small space. And you could see that the math just didn't add up very well. And so as a business planner, and I was a site developer, I thought of, of helping him promote his website and generating, you know, creating a new revenue channel, generating some more money, uh, and, 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 and basically, listen, as a thank you. I, I wasn't looking to actually be part of the school at that time. I was really just looking to... You know, I was only working a couple of days a week as a dealer, and I wanted to give back a little bit. This is something I was very passionate about, and I knew, and uh, and that's how me and Alex got started. Uh, next thing, uh, I did expand the school. Uh, I helped uh, improve enrollment, uh, Im improve our, our cost of doing business, uh, helped the bottom line, improve revenue channels, and then and then ultimately went to a, a new location, and I was able to navigate a lease. Uh, I saved us a lot of money. We transitioned to a new location. Uh, within, I think, about six months of me being uh, with the school, and we, ex we doubled the school's footprint. We went from 800 square feet, well, to about 14, 1,500 square feet. And then within a year of that, uh, we moved to our 3,400 square foot. And again, you know, uh, you know pushing out and you know, improving on ways that we can uh, increase capacity, improve access, uh, work out these uh, network relationships with the casinos, ultimately expand. We became fairly diversified. That was the key is diversifying, you know, because you can't make enough money on the students, as you can well imagine. At $500 a pop, even if they sign up for three games, which is the average sign up, doesn't translate well. You know, put that in the, you know, we are, are, everybody that we have here starts at $15 an hour. We've always done that, even even years ago when, when that wasn't necessarily a thing. Uh, and, and, you know, some of some people make up to over $20 an hour, depending upon their expertise or skill set. And so if you look at the math, uh, the math doesn't always add up. But again, we're, we're fairly diversified as a business now. And you guys helped us stay alive. But, uh, but yeah, there's the story. Oh, my God, I go on such tangents. Jesus. Well, two more questions. Yep. Ryan Beck says, would Casino Quest slash CG be where it is today if the pandemic didn't happen, i.e. the focus on videos, content, etc.? If the what? If the pandemic didn't happen. Would, where would we be? I didn't hear the last part. I'll read it here one more time. Yeah, read it. Would Casino Quest slash CEG be where it is today if the pandemic didn't happen, i.e. the focus on videos, content, etc.? 
Okay, that's actually a really good question, man. Holy smokes. I, I have someone that was working on a business uh, BA, uh, business administrator, BA, and um, had asked me the same thing. And the answer is, it's tough. Understandably, uh, we obviously switched. We, so we had already evolved into YouTube before the pandemic. We had started a vlog, and Timmy really had a role in pushing us towards this, this whole other medium. Uh, at the time, me, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't really, uh, I didn't know YouTube very well. I didn't use it as a medium. It wasn't something I looked at a lot. And, uh, but I did use it to like figure out how to fix my fridge. And I used it for like tutorial videos. I would always be referred to something on YouTube. But, but as far as like content and watching movies and snippets and everything I do now, uh, and, and watching a lot of the channels out there, the craft channels that I watch all the time, uh, that wasn't a thing. Uh, but Timmy made us aware of this as a, a place to grow, build a channel. And, and quite frankly, towards the beginning, people were very skeptical that we would have any real traction, like that that, that would become a thing, uh, especially being that, you know, we have a niche audience. We were, we were, we were sort of reaching out to dealer school, potential students in Las Vegas. It wasn't a national thing. We were trying to build our audience here. Uh, and, and who cares about us, like realistically? Like why would anybody, you know, care about me or Alex or anything else? You know, who knew? And when we started, if you look back on the earliest vlogs, I mean, you have no idea how, how nervous we were and how many takes. There's one video we did towards the beginning where it was at least 40 takes. And I kept going, you know, I, I would um a lot and things like this, it was terrible. So the short answer is, I'm not sure. So pre-pandemic, our school was literally on fire. When we, when we first moved uh, to the newest space that we have, uh, there were months we averaged over 120 new students. One case, 127 new students. And it was a fantastic success. Uh, you know, Vegas was growing. 2019 when it was one of the biggest years uh, on record for Vegas in terms of visitorship, uh, you know, dealer opportunities, all these things were expanding. You know, there's a lot of money, a lot of investment coming in. So as far as the school goes, I believe that without the pandemic, uh, we would have had, at, at least now, we may be further ahead of the game in terms of the, the relationships of the casino. Like, remember, here in Vegas, Fiesta Rancho, Fiesta Henderson's out, Texas Station's out, Palms took a hit, Palms closed. These are a lot of the casinos that we worked with. Uh, now, Casino Quest, interestingly enough, I believe it's kind of a mixed bag. I think that it's we've grown our user base, we've grown our fan base thanks to the videos, and and you know because that you know we have a hundred almost one hundred ten thousand subs on on CG, the the channel you're watching now. But we also have, uh, I think, twenty nine thousand subs on Casino Quest, and and it's been a great platform for us to expand. So, without the pandemic, I don't believe Casino Quest would be in the same position. Uh, I, I wouldn't have said that some months ago because when we first opened up after the pan after we were so we were closed we had to close for three months and uh and that crushed casino quest we thought casino quest was over uh when it came to the school you guys saved the school but casino quest we had basically threw in the hat we weren't sure what the hell was going to happen with that plus we we had a, a small spot and kind of a dark end of the mall as much as we we had a lot of people interact with us we really weren't making any money uh the 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 first month we opened we made a grand total at a class A mall <clears throat> at fashion show, we made 2,500 bucks, not a cash grab. Uh, and, and just so you know, we, we paid uh, you know salaries. I mean, we were paying people to, to manage that space and, and work full time. So if you, if you account for just a few shifts, there goes that money. And then you have the power bill and our rent and everything else. It was, it, it, it now we had planned for that to be the case. Uh, we had planned for a year, because in business planning, when, it, when we have a new business, new business venture, you always wanna, you wanna have enough capital 
you know, allocated so that you can, you know, you got to run the gamut, so to speak, right? You can't expect there to be a turnover in, in, in a month uh, because this isn't a turnkey business. You know, there's tables, investment, there's a lot of things that go into, you know, making this, uh, realizing this business on a daily basis. Uh, but once the once the pandemic ended, it was a slow crawl uh, coming back. Interestingly, uh, it did, and uh, it did in droves. Uh, we we managed to fill uh, a lot of days. Uh, we got a lot of reservations. Uh, TripAdvisor was it was a real significant uh, factor. We got to like you know be one of the top ed, uh, rated uh, destinations here in Vegas, and. Um, you know, we got a lot of great reviews. Had a lot of wonderful dealers. We had we had a few. Uh, we have you know we had the legal the lawsuit, of course, of that person who. Uh, but uh, for the most part, uh, you know, again, we we were very um, disciplined in uh, diversifying our revenue, trying trying to build up retail and uh, other areas of business, our online business, our dealer kits, expanding media. Um, all these things played a factor in our survival, building the brand. Uh, we have crapsy.com. We have this wonderful craps app. So, so creating those relationships were, were critical. We have a 21 Fun Night, a great relationship with John out there. And we're evolving uh, some relationships in, in terms of tables and, and mobile types of uh, events, things like this. So, <clears throat> you know, that, that's, that's been the journey. Uh, I don't know if I answered your, your, your question. I think I've gone off on a... On a, on a training, uh, yeah, no. Um, so Casino Quest, thanks to I think the pandemic has helped. <clears throat> um, CG, I think I think it was uh, it put CG in hibernation mode uh, short term. We're still not back anywhere close to the enrollment figures we had in 2019. Uh, we helped open Circa. That was a real big boon for us for a few months. Uh, we trained and certified 87 dealers for that property. Um, so, you know, we've had some moments that have really, have really shined, but for the most part, we're, we're still working our way back. Although it, it is coming back now. Uh, we're definitely realizing, uh, you know, enrollments are going up, uh, contacts the casino. Go. That's why we had this show. We had the show because quite literally running out of flipping people to train, to put into, into these casinos. All right. What else do we got? All right. Is everybody well, falling asleep? I think it's late. No. Well, we got one more question one after more. the super chat All right, because fantastic. we got one more super chat. Derek Silva, again, yep. another $5. Wow, he's so loaded, dude. Says, will David dress up as Jasmine if I take him to Jasmine? That would be, well, if, if Jasmine is a 52-year-old man with a mustache, yes, sir, I will. <laughs> uh, no, uh, me and you are going to go have, hey, listen, uh, when we go to Jasmine, just so you know, I love that Montrachet. I finally, I got a taste of that Montrachet. That's not cheap, buddy. I'm not a cheap date, sir, okay? All right. Um, Robert Barnes, the last oh, question. Oh, Mr. B. Says, What's the most drama you've seen while dealing a table? Oh, uh, most drama? Uh, I've seen a lot of drama. Uh, I mean, what, what kind of drama are we talking about? A PG drama? G drama? R-rated drama? Everybody wants an R-rated drama. I don't want PG drama because PG? of YouTube. Oh, because of YouTube? Um, I mean, I, I've seen people fight, like do, deck it out for over the field bet. Big 6 and 8 was always a big problem. Uh, I've, I've, I've seen a guy uh, actually walk... Uh, to uh, a supervisor and belt him, uh, a don't come player that was he was playing like uh, you know uh, you know hide the ball Monty with his three dollar bets and stuff like this and walk over. I, I've actually seen uh, I don't know if this is what you would account for drama, but I thought it was I thought it was pretty dramatic. I, I saw a guy on the pole, a little older guy, start the pole and uh, had to uh, had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> 
and they didn't offer him any relief. So he relieved himself and kept dealing. <laughs> it was funny because he made uh, he made them well aware of it. And we were well aware of it the whole time because it wasn't the easy kind. It wasn't just uh, but uh, man, I, I've, I've seen I saw a lady uh, who they were are basically trying to pull off a game for she left her kid in a uh, kid's quest and then uh, gambled all her money and <laughs> couldn't get the kid couldn't get the kid out and the casino was willing to let her get her kid out obviously they're not going to keep the kid like you know captive but then she couldn't find her id so she couldn't prove that she was even the mother even though security was with her i've also seen a guy uh, i talked to people about that contract bet i've seen a guy arrested on a game and uh, he had a bet on the pass line and even though he was being arrested a lot of casinos will let you uh take uh take your money off you know they'll just say hey screw it get the hell out of here but this casino and the boss that i was i was working for at the time was not interested uh in letting him take the money and boy let me tell you they they had to get some real big bubbles to pull his ass out like he was not leaving his money on that game but ultimately he did because casinos tend to have some big dudes there to kind of pull you out i've seen a i've seen a a fight break out between a husband and wife who the husband liked to gamble and the wife didn't like him to gamble and uh, she took the dice. That was the one. That was where she came up to the thing. We pushed off the dice, and she grabbed them and just took off uh, and left. And she she had been sitting there screaming at the poor guy. I shouldn't say poor guy. He probably shouldn't have been gay. I mean, I don't know what the hell the story was. But anyways, I've seen a lot of drama. Are you kidding me? I, I've seen an entire crew fired on the spot. Uh, an entire crap guy. I've seen a takedown of a ship boss inside of a pit by Metro. By Metro SWAT, took Ooh. his ass down. What else? Alan Toy gave us oh. a $2 super chat. Said, my treat, another CG dinner at Oscars in September. Question mark. For $2? No, no. What kind of Oscar we're talking about? No. Oh, oh. No, he he did a $2 t- super chat. So that chat. you would see it and sell it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I've never been to Oscars. I, originally, we were trying to reach out to the plaza. If the plaza's out there, wants to host some parties, uh, we're in. I've never been to Oscars. I've heard really good things about it. Uh, I would love to eat there. I think that's the end of the show. That's it? We're done? We're done. Oh, no, we didn't give away the damn cards, dude. Oh, yeah. Holy crap, man. How many likes do we got now? We have 184 likes. Oh, that's nice, dude. That's nice. We like that. All right, let's give away these cards. Okay, ready? Uh, wanted is the word. Wanted is the coupon code, and wanted is the word, and that's what we're going to give. Just go ahead and click wanted. We're going to give out these cards, and we're also going to give out one of these green Casino Quest chips because I got a few extra, and uh, we're trying to give them out. And uh, what do you think? Good? Good. All right, so this is from our older collection, one of our green Casino Quest checks. We're down to like the last few of the of all of these, actually. Uh, and, and the Koi chips, we have a group of 50 coming in that's already reserved 50 of those chips. The only thing we're going to have left is our, our legal fund uh, dollars, or uh, coins, which are fantastic. Okay. Well, while everyone's typing wanted, remember, there's a discount code. There is a discount code. Uh, it's basically today and tomorrow. So we're going to get up early tomorrow, go to the school, and uh, we're going to see who's cast out. If not, if you're a vet, by the way, you don't need the code. You come in anytime, you get 10% off. And, uh, yeah, good? Good. I'm just letting them spam and trying to All right, spam it away. Tell me when to say stop. And, by the way, if you like this show, if you're watching this after, please leave a like. It lets us know that we we should keep doing this content. 100%. Let let, uh, Dennis know how much you love his haircut. What's with everyone in the haircut? It's it's been it's like weeks, buddy. weeks, weeks. Damn it! All right, let's go. Uh, all right, ready? Here, want to stop? Uh, stop. One through twenty. Uh, what's a good stash number? Stash number? Is there a stash number? Is there such a thing? Let's I don't do. Know. Let's do like an eight. Six or nine. A nine? 
Oh, I get it. Wow, you're so, you're so. All right, nine, go. <laughs> Who is it? The pit boss. Oh, really? One. I know that's good. The pit boss. He might be a pit boss. You don't know. If he has that username, probably a good pit boss. All right, buddy. Hey, thank you so much, pit boss. You are the winner. Uh, if uh, if anybody has won something and hasn't heard back from us, it's because your your stuff went to spam. And by the way, I found a lot of you. So you I have found some yeah, of you? I found, I found a lot of uh, you. I, I, I want you guys to know. So we, where do we have them send the info? Info at mycasinoquest.com? Yep, info. So we get so much email now, which is, uh, you know, a, a blessing and also can be a little bit. Uh, info email. If you're, Don't send strategies to info anymore. Go to the link tree and submit through there because literally we get so many emails on a daily basis. Uh, it's silly. So the only emails we pay attention to are people who are interested in being a dealer or a dealer school uh, thing. So send this to info at mycasinoquest.com. Uh, what's his name? Dennis should have t uh, messaged you already. And then uh, he'll he'll uh, he'll get this out. We try to get it out like Monday or Tuesday, uh, as quickly as we can. Uh, and don't worry about it. we you know we take care of the shipping, everything like that. Good. Good. All right, guys. Thank you so much for for tuning in. I, I really love uh, being here for you. Uh, next week we are going to have a, a fantastic show. I'm bringing back uh, Daniel, and and we are going to start a series on becoming a gambler. The Gambler series. So we, we're, we're going to have a really uh, fantastic show. We're, we're going to break it down into you know, etiquette and buy-ins. We're going to go over the games. And, and he is a 25-year a high-limit dealer, supervisor at one of the top-tier casinos here in Las Vegas. And uh, you met him a couple weeks ago. He's actually been on, on us with us twice. Uh, but he's a fantastic uh, individual. He articulates really well. You guys are going to have a lot of great information about the games. We're going to talk about casino floors, surveillance. We're going to go through the whole gamut of, of it. We're basically going to start out at the beginner, basic level, your first time, your first gambling experience, what to look for, who to be, where to be. And then we're going to evolve uh, and we're going to level up everybody. And we're going to take this wherever it leads us. So look forward to him. Uh, he's going to be here this very next Sunday at 5 o'clock. And I look forward to seeing you guys there. And if you missed this show, and or if you don't like looking at me, you can see it on, uh, we upload it to Spotify like the next day or two, right? Yep, any of the podcast uh, platforms. You any can of the, all us. the podcasts, yeah, we're picked up by all of them now. Wow, fantastic. All right, see you guys. Good luck in Vegas, and take care wherever you are. I hope you wish you well, and... Uh, and fantastic everything. Bye, All bye right. guys. Bye, guys.